Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hey everybody, this is Tim of Let's Get Jacked Up. And before we start the show tonight, um, just have a, a buddy of ours from the Fringe Radio Network of Skywatch TV, Derek Gilbert. He has something to share with us about Tom Horn, the author of many books and a, a great Fringe guy himself and a great Christian brother himself and uh tom horn's going through some things but i'll let Derek give you the update on him and uh, if you just keep tom horn in your prayers but here's Derek gilbert to explain it right from skywatch tv and fringe radio network this is a special request from skywatch tv i'm Derek gilbert i hesitate to call this a program because really it's not intended as a program of any sort, just a request for your prayers for our good friend Tom Horn. Just as in Israel right now there is a physical war and a supernatural war, a spiritual war taking place, there is certainly a spiritual war taking place here in southwest Missouri. As our friend Tom Horn is uh, in critical condition in the ICU of a hospital in Springfield, Missouri. He was admitted to hospital earlier this week with a uh, is suffering from severe chest pains that was uh, due to a 100% blockage of the artery leading to his heart. This is often fatal, but thankfully doctors were able to catch it just in time. They inserted a stent, restored blood flow to his heart. His heart at this point has yet to resume full function. Uh, he's got some fluid on his lungs that needs to clear before that leads to additional complications. And so we are asking for your prayers on Tom's behalf. Tom, asking for your prayers, Joe, the family, requesting them as well. We, um, we know, Tom knows, the family knows, his wife Nita, their, their children, Allie, Donna, Joe, they know, the grandchildren know, that Tom is in the hands of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and there is no safer place to be. But for our own selfish reasons, those of us who have been blessed by Tom's ministry, and in our case, his friendship. We are requesting that our Lord grant him just a little more time with his wife, his family, his grandchildren. And we are asking for your help in raising that petition to our Lord and Savior. So again, as of this afternoon, we are told Tom is resting comfortably, but we are in need of the Lord's intervention. And on behalf of the Horn family, the staff, and the families of Skywatch TV, we're asking for your help, and we thank you. You're listening, You're listening to, us, to us, on us on the Fringe Radio, Radio Network. Network. This show is brought to you by The Outlets In and Well Done You. You can download all the music on all digital music platforms. Outlets In is one word, 
O-U-T-L-E-T-S-I-N. Hope you enjoy. Download the Outlets in and well done you music today. This year has gone exactly how I didn't want. This year has brought more tears than happy thoughts, happy thoughts. My mind is numb exactly what I didn't want. This year's been dumb. More tears than happy thoughts, happy thoughts. You are listening to the Fringe Radio Network. FringeRadioNetwork.com This is Let's Get Jacked Up on Fringe Radio Network. This is, this is high-tech equipment. I know. High-tech equipment. Did you just call him money? No, I'm talking to you. You're the one who, oh gosh. He did look at me, though. Uh, but anyway. Whatever. Whatever, dear. Uh, I hate all of you. Thank you. I find you very attractive. Do you find me attractive? I was, I was shown this a while back in... A, by an old guy uh, from Scotland. Scotland. Old, older and, than you. And much older than me. Oh, definitely and, is 55. And, and a, How old do you think you are? Higher. Higher than that? Yeah. How do you get sold so fast? <laughs> oh, and, 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 and we... Do you speak in English? Yeah. You, you, talk, you know what? This is a... They use this stuff. Do you understand? Cut it out. This is going to be a good year. This is Let's Get Jacked Up on the Friends Radio Network. All right, listen, there's a report coming out that Hamas is calling for a global jihad invasion of Israel and to attack Jews worldwide. And this Friday, October 13th. This via a message in YouTube by one of their founding members calling for Muslims to target Jews on Friday, October 13th. That video is still up, by the way, on YouTube. It's amassed over 8,000 comments, 40,000 likes. And if you go through and you translate those comments, the amount of support that this message has garnered. So according to translation and analysis of this message, this proposed day of anger is supposed to send a message of rage to Zionists and to America. This leader of Hamas wants the Muslim community to fight the Jew. And those, especially starting with those around Israel, Jordan, Syria, Lebanon, Egypt, to enter Israel by any means. He says that now is the time for the jihad to be applied to the ground rather than in theory. Listen, I convey this message not to scare anybody or to frighten you. It's to prepare you, to warn you. Whether or not you want to believe the message or if you want to disregard it, that's up to you. Never be too safe. Never be too sure. With all the protests and all the rallies and all the support shown for Hamas across not only our country but the entire world and all these cities, it would behoove me to warn you Protect yourselves. Protect your families, especially around October 13th. 
Coming to you live somewhere deep in Fresno, California, it's Let's Get Jacked Up, Sinners Saved by Grace. Here are your hosts, Tim, Bobby, Jack, and Karen. Everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome aboard to Let's Get Jacked Up, and uh, the tonight's title is Satan's Invasion. Woo, that's a good one. What are we talking about there? And I'm with my brother Jack, and unfortunately Bobby and Karen aren't with us tonight. Karen is up there with my wife. They're having a what you call one of those. I don't know, ladies' events, you know, the retreat. <laughs> oh. Yeah. How about that? A, a, a retreat. Yeah, a retreat from so, their husbands so, and family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get, a, get away from the, the, the madhouse. I mean, if yeah. I were to do that, I think I'd get yelled at. But no, no, it's fine for them, huh? No, no, it's good. Men's retreats are good, too. I've been on a couple. How you doing, my brother? It's uh, been a little bit. No, nope. you know it's kind of kind of crazy. What's up? Oh, you're just going in and out. So I don't know if that's on my end or your end. <laughs> oh, it's probably my. Um, you sound better there. Yeah, we get we. It's kind of crazy that you know what's going on in in Israel and stuff. You know. Oh and, man, uh, is it ever? You know, and then uh, and then around. Uh, in in America, the you know the protesters and and uh, you know the threats going on, you know you, you it, what's really crazy, Tim, is you just see you just see evil on the rise, you know, and everybody's noticed the cri- rising crime, the rising cost of living, the rising gas prices. The uh, the mass amount of chaos. We got drag queens in library in the libraries reading reading books to kids. You got the governor of California pushing for all sex or same sex bathrooms or all sex bathrooms, something like that. Yeah. Where kindergarten through twelfth grade can they 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 go they share the same bathroom, boy or girl or whatever. You know, I don't know. It's I mean, just how somebody thinks that's okay is beyond my thinking. But it's, right, it's, it's, it's just like it's well, it's evil, and it's just like chaos is prevailing. You know, and we see it and see it and see it, and we and everybody says, "Oh, well, you know, it's all there's always been, you know, murders and rapes, and there's always been this stuff." But yeah, but it's exploding now, and you know, in the homeless situation, I, I see. More and more families becoming homeless. Meanwhile, they're they're put they're they're pushing for more and more immigrants to come in to take more and more American jobs. And so, what do they think is going to happen when these jobs are taken away from American workers? Okay, it it it, it they're not going to have an income. But then again, they raise the cost of the minimum wage on American workers. And they and they made it to where everybody has to have you know proof of insurance or whatever. So that means that every every 
company wants to hire less people so they don't have that many people to cover insurance on. Then we start increasing robots and AI to do the jobs of humans, and that starts taking jobs. Look at the grocery stores, Tim. The, 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 uh, you walk into a grocery store, and you almost have to do self-checkout now, you know, yeah. almost everywhere. There's like two, and now, two uh, people in the grocery store, and the rest you got to self-do it. Right. And then, and so all those jobs are gone. And, and when you start, when you just replace, when you replace uh, jobs for, for uh, citizens, whether it be with illegal aliens or whether it be with, um, by porous borders mm-hmm. or, or, or it's by technology. Uh, look at, we, at one time we had Blockbuster. Oh yeah. And block. And be kind to rewind. That was their slogan. Be kind to rewind. Yeah. <laughs> right. And 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 you know, Blockbuster employed like what sixty thousand people nationwide. Sure. And 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 overnight, when Netflix came out, it was gone. Okay. And uh, look at the bookstores. There was a bookstore. There's three or four bookstores in every town. And now Barnes and Nobles even got just a few here and there. Um, uh, because of the book sales on Amazon, look at look at the the uh, you're a musician. Look at people that try uh, uh, artists who are trying to make a living with a band or singers or whatever. Uh, you know, now the only way to make uh, they've because people can steal anything digitally, um, and record sales are no longer a thing. Uh, CD cells are no longer a thing. Even iPads, uh, not iPads, um, what are those little things that, that used to download like 50, uh, 500 songs on? Oh, and um, like MP3 players? MP3 players, yeah. yeah. And since, since technology's gotten so, look at cameras, of, cameras are almost gone because of, of cell phones. phones. Yeah. Right. And, and regular TVs on the way out. When I was a young guy, a phone book was an inch and a half thick for Fresno, <laughs> and 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 now it's like a little over half an inch thick, you know. Yeah. And so what I'm saying is, we've gone through some really big changes due to technology, and 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 all these changes are eliminating jobs, and and so people don't they and then the prices of housing is skyrocketing, you know. What's I was watching a show in New York. A studio apartment can go for anywhere up to six thousand dollars a month. Oh, how crazy. can a how can a young college person, fresh out of college, starting in a basic job, how can they afford that? I, they I can't. Honestly, I honestly don't know how people live there anymore. I really don't. I, well, I, and it's getting that way throughout all of California, and so we're our homeless problem in most metros is going insane. Okay, and, and how do you fix it? Well, the government has tons and tons. I mean, I'm not joking. I think the state of California, uh, depending on what office you like, Caltrans. Caltrans has tons of buildings all over California. The state has buildings all over California. The federal government has buildings all over California. The counties have hospitals that are no longer in service. They close. We have some here in Fresno. And yet they, they have all these empty buildings. Look at malls. We have shopping malls that ha- are only half filled or less with stores. Yep. Okay. 
they're going out of business like like hotcakes. I mean, right? You know what reminds me of Jack? Have you ever seen the movie Back to the Future Two? Uh huh. Yeah, these last two years remind me of when Biff Tanner took over or Tannen. He took over the city of um, what was it called? Paradise? Not Paradise, but uh, Pleasant Valley. Right. And when he took over Pleasant Valley, it turned into a blank hole. I mean, it turned into a garbage hole, a garbage disposal. And it's right. it's like that in the big cities right now. And uh, it, it's it's growing to the rural areas as well, getting there. Right, right. And, you know, it's funny you should say that, Tim, because, you know, I like uh, Christmas time. I watch a movie called It's a Wonderful Life with Jimmy Stewart. Yeah, and I watch I watch it every year. Well, Jimmy Stewart gets a gets a a chance to see what the world would be without him, and his and and the world without him turned ugly. I mean, they had strip joints and they had bars and and everything that catered to uh, gambling, you know, morality problems, all grew and. When there's no morality, then, then and there's only chaos. It's just chaos. Then, then it's just chaos, and things get terrible. And we're living in a time now when when chaos has gone rampant and it's growing leaps and bounds. And you know, Tim, you I, you know, I went to yeah, I went to U- I, Universal. I was, asked, I was telling you earlier uh, today that you know it just seems like. At least in our lifetime, this is the most evil, the fastest the evil has grown in my lifetime anyway. And you went to Universal Studios in Hollywood with your family. Now, what did you see? Well, you know, and that's crazy. When I was there, I saw stuff. I mean, um, uh, it's almost like it's cool to be uh, LGBTQ now. I mean, it's, it's like a... Uh, you can't be cool unless you're bi, gay, trans, or something other than straight. Okay, um, you know they have a nickname for us called breeders. You know, because <laughs> we breed and have babies. Wow, this is the you know, this sorry, the, my, <laughs> right, it, it, right. It we is the we first have to time. apologize to you know have because we're having babies. <laughs> right, because we actually. Do it the 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 natural way, yeah. okay? Oops. Um, yeah, oops. Um, and so, you know, my wife said something, and it was, and it just what it caught me off guard. And what she said was, "This is the first time in history when the two spouses both can be pregnant at the same time <laughs> and experience giving birth at the same time." Oh man, you know what? It's not funny, but I have to laugh, otherwise I'd cry because it's right. Just... <laughs> well, you know, uh, everywhere we everywhere we go now, where we see the signs of of basically chaos. And uh, I went to Universal Studios, and it was like everywhere. I mean, it, yeah, the, because not only did you the, see the, not only did you see LBGTQYMZ, but you saw. Even even worse things. Go ahead and tell us what you else you saw. I, I well, one of the things I sent sent you some pictures and I posted on Facebook. I walked into the Universal City Studios shop and, in Universal City Walk, and there was a globe there, the Universal Globe, 
And it just, it just, something caught me. I was like, wow, was I this accustomed to seeing this? It never hit me before. Is God, is the Holy Spirit opening my eyes to this? Have I become so calloused to chaos and the evil that I did, that I never saw this before? I never wanted to see it. That's probably it, Tim, because I probably never wanted to see it. But it just jumped right out at at me. There was a universal globe there, and it had two light-up horns on it, mm. devil horns. Yep. And then de- and down below it, on all four corners around the globe, uh, and I got the picture of two corners, was a a head, you know, like uh, those mannequin heads that you put, they put hair on or a hat to, to display hats. Sure. Well, the, the, there was mannequin heads on each corner, uh, plain generic plain white with fire red light up headgear horns on them. And, and, you know, something dawned on me and that is that, you know, it says that the, in the last days we'll take the mark of the beast. And I'm looking at this and I'm going, well, this is obviously the mark of the beast. I'm walking through Universal and I'm seeing all these people with the satanic star tattooed on their bodies or on a shirt. And and everywhere I went, there was a sign of the dark influence. And at one point I went we were walking through City Walk, University Walk, and above Bubba Gumps is a fire red dragon hanging over the side. I'm looking at it okay. right now as you speak. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, this is a, a red dragon, folks, right above Bubba Gump. Right. Or yeah. Bubba and Gump. and and we're not. I, I mean, I don't want to get sued for saying something bad, but but there was a. Uh, but then the the some, I I posted on Facebook pictures of something called hellfire hawkins yeah. high hawkins high clubber yeah so and, what this is is essentially a lot like dungeon dungeons and dragons back in the 80s and so what this was is as on stranger things on netflix if you guys have seen that it's a hit show and stranger things uh, has to do a lot with mind control and all that well they have a club and it's called hellfire club and on the shirt, it's a, skull, a red skull with bull horns coming out of it, and it's uh, you know it's hideous. But it, it, they couldn't use Dungeons and Dragons, you know, I guess in the show, so they came up with their own thing. It's called Hellfire Club. Uh-huh. So that's and what that it, is. But but yeah. the the creature looks like uh, Satan with bat wings coming out of of hell. Okay. And it was even and more lava. hideous is on this, uh, yeah, that, yeah, what you're saying on this cup or something. Is it a cup? Or, right. Yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's like it's a water bottle. And well, what I'm getting at, Tim, is when I post this on Facebook, everybody knew what it was. Oh, that's a hit show. That's it, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Well, so what they're saying to me is <laughs> because they're, it's in, because <laughs> thanks to entertainment. They're desensitized to it. They're desensitized to it. Yeah. Thanks to entertainment, the messages are being sent in. Hey, follow this. This is, and and I noticed that you know Simpson isn't exactly the cleanest no uh, uh, 
cartoon show that's but it's a hit and it, and it says something about society when this is a massive hit for 20 years okay and and so big a hit the universal did a whole area dedicated to it and you know and uh i i just um i i don't know it to me uh i started looking up stuff that you know i was desensitized to you know and i saw something here and it blows my mind tim if you and i had a a movie created a movie and it was how to blow up an abortion center. Oh. Do you think that do you think that they would let that fly on YouTube or on any of the TV channels or if the government would probably come down and shut us down, right? They might even arrest us for trying to to incite something. You'd be arrested right? in you'd be arrested in 2 hours. Yep. Right. Yeah. Well, on Hulu and, and I I sent this to you a while back on Hulu and it's a movie and the movie is that called uh, it's on on the new Hulu and it's called how to blow up a oil a pipeline. A crew of young environmental activists execute a daring mission to sabotage an oil pipeline in this taut and timely thriller that is part of, and then it says, uh, uh, part of high stakes heist, part radical exploration of the climate crisis. Mm. And it's an hour and 44 minute thriller. And basically it's the name says it, it says it all. It's almost like teaching climate radicals or terrorists how to blow up a pipeline. It's exactly what it is. <laughs> right. I mean, they explain it here even on the picture on the on the the narrative you know how they give a little summary of what the movie's about? Yeah. And this is, this is on the narrative. A crew of young environmental activists execute a daring mission to sabotage an oil pipeline. No, this is a terrorist activity. But if you call it a daring mission of activism, it's okay. Wow. Okay. So we have uh, today... We, you and I witnessed something with Israel and they're calling for the, the ex leader of Hamas in, I guess, New York. What did he do? Tim, he called for a, uh, a day a, of a, anger, by the way, it's called a, a day of anger for tomorrow. Tomorrow's Friday, the 13th. And he wants all the. Uh, Palestinians uh, in Israel, or I mean, in, in Palestine, and, in the world, in the world, globally, but mainly in the West, um, Europe, and America, to have a day of anger and have—I uh, don't know if it's a parade or what you call it. I guess a—it's not a parade. What do you call it when the, a group gets together and have a have a thing? Protest. Protest. Thank you. And during this protest, have a day of anger in the big cities and probably against the Jews, uh, basically all against who is not Muslim. And, Anti-Semitism. And, yes. And they will be so, so, torching so, stores so, and who knows what all. Right. So, so this is really scary because from what I understand, it's still up on X or what was called Twitter. It's still being aired. So, 
So and YouTube, we, YouTube and allows you, this, and you right. So so you and I, they our won't show allow gets, us to talk about the Jackson and what our opinion is on it, but they will allow this to be told all across YouTube. Can you believe this? Right, that's what I'm saying. So so the the it, <laughs> it's, it's mind like, blowing. It's mind blowing. <laughs> it, it 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 really is. So you have to. You have to accept it as, okay, I want to go back to Universal a little bit. Yes. I'm at Universal, and I walk into a sandwich shop after seeing all this stuff that I saw. And I walk into a, a, like a 50s thing. I forget what it was called, but we're gonna, I got a chili dog. Oh. And, yeah, and, and the lady behind the counter was literally preaching the, the gospel. And she was telling people, hi, brother, hi, you know, all that stuff, Christian stuff. And I know I looked around, I noticed all the people getting offended by her. Oh my and goodness. and and I gave her one of our podcast cards and I said, here, and I gave her another card with my phone number. I said, I'd like to interview you. And the reason why, Tim, is because she was standing there and you know she's gonna lose her job. Mm. Okay. It was like she was she was trying to get it, it, you know, to these people. It looked like she was trying to get fired, but the Holy Spirit had moved her to be bold in, in at, on her job at work. And, and she, she worked was, there at Universal? Yes. Oh, yeah. She's losing and, her job. <laughs> right. And, 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 you know, the outreach ministry that, that I got going on, Tim, is, is for people like this so they don't lose their job. But praise okay? God. I mean, she and, was bold and, and may I goodness. Yes. That's, right that's in, the, in, in the in the in the heart of all this stuff that the I was heart seeing. of the wickedness, right? So, what I did, Tim, is and you know this because you liked it. I think was I shared this on Facebook these pictures, and I said, "What do you take?" This is sending a message to me in the world, and 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 it's kind of. But how do you see this? And uh, I want to mention to do a shout out to. Brenda Klepakski, and who's a friend of mine on Facebook, and she says Hi, not Brenda. good at all. Hi, Brenda. Yeah. And she says she says not good at all. Nope. Matthew six twenty four says you cannot serve two masters. And and now Brenda, Tim, you're gonna like Brenda. Do you know why? Why is that? She's because she's from Tulare, but she lives in Cleveland, Ohio. All right there, you go. Uh, my, you know, my hometown, uh, your hometown, <laughs> Cleveland, and that's where she lives. Uh, and then, uh, and then, you know, I, I have a, I have a really a lifelong friend, Glenn and Fred Heron and Tina Heron, and and Lynn Heron. Uh, uh, she says, "Clear, Lynn. Thank you for your post, Lynn." She says, "Clearly, it's satanic mm-hmm. and promoting evil and darkness." Thank you, Lynn. That yeah. was an excellent, excellent statement. I'm glad to hear that, that post there. Um, you know, Jack, and, uh, you said something earlier. I'm sorry, you done with your shout-outs? Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you said something earlier, and uh, that that you were afraid that perhaps uh, you were not seeing it or you didn't want to see it. Now, maybe that's partly true, but I also think it's it's – in these last three, especially these last three years, it's become more blatant than ever. 
and they're getting more um, in your face about everything. And they're yeah. getting bold about it, and they don't care anymore. They're going to show no, it, you what evil is. Right, and 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 it's and that's that's a good that's a very good point, Tim. Is 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 um, showing us what evil is. It's like, what you are you going to do about it? Nothing, because you can't. We'll take away your jobs and blah blah blah. Right, but I can I can wear a say, and that was another thing, Tim. Everywhere I went, I saw people wearing satanic clothing. You know, uh, the 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 satanic star upside down star thing mm-hmm. uh, earrings upside down crosses all this stuff and and tattoos of the swastika and all i mean just all kinds of stuff that that it, uh wasn't not socially acceptable many uh, just a few years ago and and you know but you could uh, when they start, when they won the case to take prayer out of school, and then they won another case saying that, that they no longer—that was a big, that was step. a big, yeah, right. And then how about the step of no longer sal- having to salute the flag in school? Mm. Okay, and uh, I think that that we've been we've seen some very big steps uh, uh, in in this evil, okay, consuming the world, and. You know, and uh, we, in our position, we have to watch what we say, or they won't. They won't let us air on YouTube. But the, here, they can, they can do anything they want. I can't talk about God at work. You can't talk about God at work in most places, uh, or or you could face getting terminated. Okay, but they can, uh, they can wear anything they want, worshiping the earth. Then- to me, see. And they allow See, Jim, a guy to threaten people globally on there, and exactly, it's, it's it's just like, what are you doing? What are you allowing? And yet, you don't want people to have opinions about medication. Are you serious? Right, right, <laughs> and 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 medication that that has been uh, legal for many years. Okay, uh, like the, the the anywhere that they had malaria. Countries that suffer malaria, they were getting malaria shots, which was authorized here for 50 years. And even our soldiers get it before they go vaccination before they go into these countries and serve. Okay, and And, but yet when COVID came out, they they made it. You couldn't get it. It was no, that's not that's unacceptable. You must be vaccinated. They gave they gave let's get jacked up two strikes because we said the V word. Now they're making the V word, the vaccine word. Uh, cuss word like the f word is i mean that's what they're right. turning this to be in exactly and but yet yeah, you can talk about bombing you can have a movie about bombing an oil uh, uh and, and how pipeline, to do it right how to do it and how to do it how to bomb a pipeline <laughs> and that's okay that's fine you okay. guys it's nobody's gonna really right. do it <laughs> oh yeah right okay well wait a minute <laughs> that so let me ask you a question if they can Put a movie on there on Hulu, uh, how to bo- how to blow up a pipeline. How can they co- how can they accuse Trump of of of, of January sixth when they already know that there was like eighty five undercover cops hidden uh, uh, and officers from the FBI and and the CIA and the 
the police, local police department and the Washington uh, State Police, that they were all hidden in there and dressed like rioters. How? Yeah. A great question, you, Jack. A great question. You're telling me that, that, that they can do this and, and there's no, re, no, no backlash. We say the word vaccination and we get shut down. Trump just says, hey, uh, and he told Nancy, he says, hey, you know, maybe you need more officers the night before. And she said, no. And she had him stand down. Okay, what I know what's really crazy, if you look at this with an open mind and you just take a look at it, why were there why were there 85 officers in there in undercover in rioter looking clothes and Trump hats and Trump gear and and uh, promoting sedition? Why weren't they trying to stop it? Saying, "Hey, everybody, stop! Cool down. This isn't worth it. Whatever." Why were yeah. what? You see, what I'm saying, yeah, because of the crowd. If if you're in the crowd, you can calm the crowd down. Oh yeah, but they but some of these people were the guys that actually broke through the fences and went in. Okay, so wait a minute. What's wrong with this picture? Why why sh- she? She didn't want extra pe- extra people there because those would have been people that she didn't send in. <laughs> right. They would have interfered with the plan. This is all part of the plan. This is a black flag operation. Absolutely okay. it was. You know, you had and, we had officers letting them in. Right. That's what I'm saying. And they opened the doors for them. Yes. This is a t- this is a high secured area. How in the world could you just bust through a couple gates and get right in? What if this had been an invading country and they were going to take all of Congress hostage? You tell me we don't have security set up to stop that. Okay. So, so you know, it, Jack, none of it. Is it me? And, and maybe I'm jumping to conclusions here. Perhaps I am, but is it me or does it feel like the son of perdition is being let loose? It, 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 you, you are a conspiracy theorist. Okay. So, so I want to do a shout out. Uh, I, po- I posted the same question on uh, you and I involved in a, in a group called Christian Podcasts on Facebook. Yeah. And I, po- and I posted the same question on there. And I want to do a shout out to Jeremy Shields. And uh, it says to those. Uh, two of those are specific to the last season of Stranger Things. Uh, the, the pictures of the items I put on there from Universal Studios. Oh, he yes. says two of those are specific to the last session season of Stranger Things. The, the, shirt, which, the, the shirt and the cup you had. Uh-huh. Right. And it says of which they have an attraction for Horror Nights. So part, it's part of Disney's Horror Nights. I mean, not Disney, Universal's Horror Nights, I guess. I didn't know anything about that because I don't watch that show, okay? If you can use this to start a conversation about Jesus, I encourage you to do so. Good. Well, thank you, Jeremy. Thank and you, uh, And he's got a, I think it's the Jewish flag on his on his identifying him. Uh, and his, you know how you put your something, an emblem up there that identifies you, mm-hmm. you know? And he has, picture. I think, a profile picture. I think he has a Jewish flag on it. Um, but anyway, something jumped out at me later on, Tim, Tim, when I was looking at this Universal Studios globe, okay? 
and with the horns on it. You know, we're going globalist. This is like a, a statement. Hey, we're a globalist because it's got a globe right. and universal. It's all, yeah. it's always been a globalist, but it's always been in Hollywood. How about that? Yep. Okay. These are actors. And what do the actors support? Globalism. globalism. Where do they get all their money? Globalism. Where do they get all their money? Globally. Okay. <laughs> but but something dawned on me about this, and this is this is you know how it says that Satan will take control of the world. Well, this looks like a cage, iron cage, around the whole world, and the center of it's hollow. But everything else looks like a bird cage. With the state, with the states outlined on the exterior of it, it never dawned on me before. And the numbers flow. The name Universal Studios in gold floats around it. Mm. Okay, yeah, and and so and the queen. if you say Universal Studios as Universal showings or movies or entertainment, Universal Entertainment or Universal Studios, what is a studio? Well. You and I were in studio where we're recording something. Uh, studio is, any, is is basically where a live performance is going on, right? Right. Or, or a performance is taking place. And it is around the entire globe. So the entire globe is a performance. Mm, so you're saying it's, it's all the stage. It's all a stage. It's all, and they and they control the media. They control entertainment. They can. So the reason why evil, I believe, is, has has exploded, as you say, was to say coming into power, is because they've had control of Hollywood. Now they have full control of the government. Mm. Yeah, and that is a dynamite pair. Right, and there was a one on here. I guess uh, Trump blew up about uh, Biden's attack on the dollar and it's and he says he says once they have a bitcoin then they have full control over your money the value of your money the the what you what you can they'll get, uh, spend your money on things like that and by the way uh, uh i'm uh lynn herring is asked me what time zone right now so I'm going to put on air now. <laughs> Join in the conversation. Um, yeah. Um, you know what, Jack? You have a, a question, or I don't know if it's a question or more of a statement, but of what a what if, I guess I should say, a what if they would do such and such to Trump. And when we come back from the break, I want you to dive into that a little bit. You good with that? Oh yeah, I'm good. I can we can get we can we can get into that. All right, good. We'll we'll take a break and we'll be right back right here on Let's Get Jacked Up on Fringe Radio Network dot com. Enjoy everybody. This is Let's Get Jacked Up. We'll be right back after these messages on Fringe Radio Network. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> And I'm the only one with nothing. Laugh track. Laugh track. Wow, that was intense. That's intense, man. 
Christ. I'm so proud of you, Tim. You brought out your man voice. Oh, I couldn't do it without you. Man, son, son of a gun. Your eyeballs are going to pop out when they do that. Well, you know, you know those. Oh, what are those? Are they French poodles? What are the ones with the no pug? The pug? Yeah, your eyes they they kind of bulge out, and then they it's like they they go they're, they're chasing two different things. Like That's because split. my eyes move. I have a nystagmus. Nystagmus and astigmatism. Astigmatism. Together and you astigmatistics. Are you tonight, Bobby Moucher? I'm doing well. Well, you sound good. Well, thanks. That's really what matters. You know, that's really all that matters is that I sound good. I look like crap, but I sound wonderful. Well, I like your hat. So, oh, thanks. Ask my wife; she'll tell you. How are you, Karen? Does he look like crap? <laughs> the silence is deafening. <laughs> I decided not to shave or cut my hair. Well, the fact that she didn't even answer that one way or the other... I'm not sure how to answer that. I don't want to say yes and have you be like, you're a liar. I don't want to say no and have you be like, how dare you? Remember to like and follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Let's Get Jacked Up. Check out our website at letsgetjackedup.com. Listen and download our episodes from our website, the Spreaker app, and of course, at fringeradionetwork.com. Make sure to follow Fringe Radio Network on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and many other ways to get your favorite podcasts. Stay up to date on your favorite show on Fringe Radio Network. Listen to Let's Get Jacked Up Alive every Thursday at 8.30 p.m. Pacific Time on FringeRadioNetwork.com and on FringePanda.com. Tell your friends. Do nothing from selfishness or empty conceit, but with humility of mind, regard one another as more important than yourselves. Do not merely look out for your own personal interests, but also for the interests of others. Have this attitude in yourselves, which was also in Christ Jesus. These are profound words by Paul in Philippians chapter 2, verses 3 to 5. At all times, a Christian is to imitate Jesus in considering others as more important than yourself. Wait, all times? Hi, I'm Chips Ross, and I serve Jesus as pastor of Westwood Baptist Church in Fresno, California. I have a wife whom I love. I have four kids whom I love. I have a church family whom I love. I say that easily, but I don't do that easily. Paul writes to the Philippian believers about their need to serve each other just like Jesus did. Paul understands how difficult this is going to be. Consider the following. In Philippians chapter 1, verse 29, Paul writes about how the Philippians are suffering, possibly persecution. In Philippians chapter 2, verse 30, one of the believers, Epaphroditus, came close to death from sickness. In Philippians chapter 3, verse 2 and verse 19, the Philippians are facing teaching from enemies of the cross of Christ, possibly from some of their own former members. In Philippians chapter 4, verses 2 and 3, two key ladies are not in harmony with each other. And in Philippians chapter 4, verse 16, Paul thanks the Philippians for their multiple gifts to meet his needs, and the implication is it's out of poverty that they gave. So the Philippians are to imitate Jesus and love each other, even though they are suffering, sick, attacked, arguing, and poor. You don't wait for things to improve or get easier before you begin to love one another. In fact, it's in the midst of great hardships that you really demonstrate that you follow Jesus, that you consider others as more important than yourself. Why should we do this? 
because that is the example of Jesus, because that is God at work in you, because in doing so, God gives you a tremendous joy. So in the hard times and at all times, love one another, follow Jesus, rejoice and be joyful. Hey, it's Mike Luetto from Well Done You, and I need two minutes of your time. Here we go. Since 2015, I have been working on Well Done You, and it has been my dream to do it on a regular basis. I've released an album, and I released a single, but I can't keep up with it because I don't have enough time to do it, and I need money so that I can make time to do it. So this is where we're at. I am looking for 1,000 pounds in either monthly subscriptions or one-off donations. Now, you may be thinking, 1,000 pounds, that is a lot of money to raise every single month. And it is, but it also isn't. What that 1,000 pounds on a monthly basis is going to do is it is going to allow me to work one day a week on Well Done You. Now, on average, a Well Done You song takes me four to five working days. So that means when I am fully supported up to 1,000 pounds, I'm going to be able to release and finish the song every four to five weeks. That means you guys are going to be getting a brand new song every four to five weeks. Now to sweeten the deal, we have a brand new single called Skin Off My Knees featuring the Terran Tulips. And for the foreseeable future, the only way you're going to access this song is via our Buy Me A Coffee page. So subscribe or donate a minimum of five pounds and it will be yours. www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash well done you. Thank you. our buddy uh his band well done you so support him if you can they do the jackhammer our our ending theme song every every week and we appreciate that they let us do that uh jack we are back on let's get jacked up right here on the fringe radio network dot com and uh you're still there correct <laughs> no i'm not here oh no oh, no you're not here at all no, 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 i'm not here well, you had a you had a what if about uh, Mr. Donald J. Trump, right? Yeah, you know, I Tim had just uh, dawned on me, um, uh, and I so I you know I did a, a shot out there, and a few people answered me and stuff, uh, and 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 the question I had was um, I'm trying to find it here. The question I had was what if. And has anybody really thought about it? What if Donald Trump was convicted of, what if he was convicted of a crime now? And we know this is a witch hunt. So with that in mind, people knowing it's a witch hunt, knowing that, I mean, they're, they're, they're actually charging him with a, now think about this, Tim, they're charging him with a crime that's so petty about how many documents he had. 
Okay, this is just paperwork. Okay, this is a president. This is a past president. And Biden has already got, I mean, he's got twice as much as Trump had. Okay. Well. So, so if they actually, where I'm going with this is they actually convicted him of something. And, and he was no longer capable of being on the ballot for president. Um, and not eligible to run, what would happen? I mean, if, if more than 50% of the people are, are Trump, diehard Trump supporters, and another good portion of them are freedom, fight, freedom and patriots, even if they, they may not like Trump, but they're patriots, um, and they believe that Trump is the only thing that can shut down the chaos that you and I have been talking about tonight. And now with the advent of Israel being bombed by Hamas and possible riots in the street tomorrow, gas prices going through the ceiling. I mean, I'm coming across on my trip. You wanted me to talk a little about my trip. I did. I want you to talk about it because you drove the whole way. Yeah, I drove all the way from from Fresno, California to to uh, uh, Peoria, Illinois. Okay, and then I drove all the way back a few a few days later. And but all the way out there, when I left Fresno, gas was five twenty a gallon. Uh-huh. And when I when I got to when I got to Barstow, it was as much as seven dollars and sixty cents a oh, gallon from whoa, there. Whoa, 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 whoa! Say that one more time, slowly. $7.60 a gallon for the cheap stuff. For the cheap stuff. Okay, all the way to the to uh Lake Havasu, uh it was uh, the state line. It was $7.60 for the cheap stuff. Well, you know, okay. Lake Havasu, that's big spring break area, so that they could raise their prices however they want. <laughs> right. Well, when I got past Lake Havasu, it immediately. Now, remember, Lake Havasu is nine, about nine miles from Needles. Okay, and when I got to to the other side of Lake Havasu, it had dropped all the way down to four thirty nine. Whoa! Wow! So, so just going across the state line out of California, gas dropped three dollars over three fifty a gallon. Okay. Wow! Think about that. Think about that. That's and, huge. And, okay. Wow. And uh, what? What was it then when you got nine to miles? Well, all the way after I got the further I got away from California by state, starting in Oklahoma, it went down to four twenty, four nineteen, four oh nine. By the time I got halfway to Oklahoma City, I mean uh, Amarillo, uh, yeah, Amarillo, Texas. Was first. Once I got to Amarillo, Texas, it was down to three seventy nine a gallon, <laughs> and it, and and then it went down to three forty nine in Oklahoma, and then it went down to three tw- uh, nineteen in Missouri, and even as low as three oh nine. So, wow. yeah. Stock and then by the time man. I got to get some cans and stock up. Yeah, well, that was my idea. So when I went to got to Illinois, it was it had, it had jumped massively. It was three forty nine a gallon, folks. Okay, 
I just felt terrible getting gas in, in, in Illinois at 349 when I when I was just in, in Missouri and paid 319. Okay. Yes. That's a it's something dawned on me, Tim. And and how is it that in every state there's such a huge difference? Yeah. Okay. But how is it that in in the in California that we're being gouged so much? I, my wife and I went to Universal Studios on Monday this week, and um, Satan's playground, yes, <laughs> yes, and and the cheap stuff was five ninety nine a gallon. Okay, um, and it's because and, the five ninety nine that was the cheap stuff. Yeah, and down down in the L.A. area, and um, so I didn't. I put in just enough to get over this over the grapevine. So I could get gas at a truck stop in, uh, you know, in Tulare or something, and 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 uh, make it home, or to so I could pay less. I got home and it was still over five bucks a gallon, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but anyway, and by the way, Michael Basham, you're listening tonight. Thank you for listening. And I'm wondering, Michael, where you are in? Uh, I believe you're in Carolina somewhere. What is the gas price in Carolina? If you could share that with us, I would love to share that with the folks. Now, while Michael's doing that, let me let me cover something else, Tim. Yes. My son moved from California to Florida. I mean, to Illinois. To Illinois. And he bought a real home. Not not some fictitious home, not some cartoon place. You know, this is a real home on real property, and it's a two story home with a with a, the bottom story is a basement, and the top story, and the whole home costs seventy five thousand huh. dollars with the land. Wow! And that's a yeah, bargain and, and a half, right? And and um. And I, I'm looking at this and I'm going, where in California can you find anything <laughs> for $75,000? Dude, we okay? have to, you know what? Trucks are that much. I mean, you could buy a Dodge truck for that much. Right. And and my, uh, that was the statement my son made. He said, I love it. He goes, my car my car cost me more than my house. Yes. He goes, he goes, he goes I have a pay, my house payment is is lower than my car payment. California is so backwards, I tell you. And he bought his car here. (laughs) Right. Okay. So I looked at the Dodge trucks. I looked at the Ram trucks. Okay. And and if I buy a Ram truck here today, we're looking for the one I would look at is (laughs) $75,000. That's what he paid for his house. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So I looked at him out there. And we're talking fifty-four thousand. Twenty-one thousand dollars difference. That's still too much for me, but yeah, that's that's a lot less. But but what I'm saying is I could fly there for five hundred bucks, buy the truck there, drive it back, and save twenty thousand dollars. Wow. Twenty one thousand dollars. Yes. Well, yeah, but it cost me five hundred bucks to fly out there, oh, okay. and five five and and, and six hundred to drive back. So that's a thousand dollars. So, you know that, and that's what I'm saying. But it, where I'm going with this, folks, is everything across the board has skyrocketed in California. 
um, a, uh, I went and buy, I went to a store here on the way out there in California and on the way I stopped at the Love's gas station and I bought a cup of coffee and a, and a thing of peanuts, you know, the peanuts I eat, you know, the ones I get, they're mm-hmm. like a, a dollar a pack. Right? I've only worked with you a year and a half straight. So yeah, I think I know. <laughs> right. Well, the, well, when the lady rang it up, I almost passed out. She said, that'll be, that'll be $6 and 10 cents. And I, and I, and I'm looking at this and I'm going, wait a minute. How much is the coffee? She said it's three ninety nine. And I go, well, then how much are the peanuts? She said they're two and a two something or dollar nine nine, and a plus tax. Oh yeah, three t- six ten. And I'm like, oh no, huh? Thank you. She goes, you don't want it. I go, no. I walked away. Wow. <laughs> and guess what? I bought a cup of coffee and the same peanuts. In uh, I stopped in Spring Springfield, Missouri, the capital of Missouri. Stayed the night in a hotel there, and I bought the same thing at the Love's Drive Love's uh, place there. And uh, and no joke, the coffee was. I got gas. I filled up at all these places, and I got gas. And the people were just as sweet as ever. The, the lady said. How you doing this evening, honey? <laughs> now, now in California, she got fired for that. Uh-huh. Okay, and she said, and when I got done, she said, "Thank you, dear," and I left. And I was like, "Wow, honey, dear." And then behind the they had a, the lady had a cross on, and she said, "You have a blessed day." Mm. And I and and I just noticed that. There was such a difference in the demeanor of the people, the the, the customer service in co- compared to California. It still exists where you went. Yes. Yeah. Where the, I was where the customer away. is still right. <laughs> right, and then and then and then I started looking at other stuff and energy bill. You know they they still use. Uh, coal and they still use hydro hydroelectric out there and they still use propane uh, not propane but natural gas and their energy bills are are like two-thirds cheaper than ours and i'm like what is going on and i bet you jack that that cashier had a had a shotgun behind her too (laughs) probably yeah well you know in texas you can wear it right on your hip so, yeah. uh, you know, uh, 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 I, I hear all these stories about people going, well, I went to a restaurant in Texas and everyone had a gun on them. Well, I'm going to be honest with you, Tim. <laughs> well, yeah. I went to a, I went to a Whataburger and it was full. OK. And I just thought, OK, while I'm in Texas, I'll in Oklahoma, I'll look around, see what I see. I got gas in Texas. I ate dinner in Texas. I went to. I stayed in a hotel in Amarillo. Guess what? Huh. I didn't see one person with a gun on them. Mm. So where are the these people that are posting this stuff on Facebook? Where are the fact checkers? Yeah, and they probably do okay. have them, but they're concealed, so they're probably hidden. Well, no, you can also wear them on the outside in Texas. Yeah. You can. Uh, I, you know, I 
I walked, but here's the funny thing. I walked into a liquor store one time years ago when my son, when my, my, when Aaron, who's 40, close to 40 now, when he was like nine years old, I, I, I was in San Jose and I walked in and, I, and it blew me away. The guy was behind an inch thick plexiglass. Mm. Okay. And, and he had a gun, a gun out showing him and the other cashier. Both had pistols on their sides, guns. I don't know if they're pistols, and they got different names for pistols and and uh, automatic weapons or whatever. I don't know. They got different names for them. Um, revolver and pistol. Yeah. So I don't know if it was a revolver or a pistol. And then they had extra magazines for for bullets. And and I pay the guy, and I'm like blown away, Tim. And I go, Wow, you guys are armed for bear. And the guy looks at me and he says, Dude. If you lose your gasoline, you, we're not giving you any more. We're not responsible for your gasoline. And I said, excuse me? Uh-oh. He goes, the, pump, the, the pump's on. You paid for it. Somebody steals your gas. That's between you and them. <laughs> and I shut up and I ran. That, that told me, Tim, that I was in a very bad neighborhood with armed cashiers, inch-thick plexiglass, and and me and them saying, hey, we're not responsible if you lose your if somebody steals your gas. Mm. That's the atmosphere that we live in throughout all of California now. Yep. Because people are coming up to your door and they're stealing packages off the front of your door. I don't like home delivery of packages, Tim, for two reasons. One is environmental reasons. Because when I grew up, they told us that Paper bags was destroying the 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 the, the, the rainforest, okay, and that they made us quit using paper bags and go to plastic. Well, okay? you got to listen to Al Gore, <laughs> right? And then and then and then and then now since it suits them a different way, now it's okay to use paper, and and um and plastic bags are the criminal now, mm. okay, and. And remember, they charged our charges per plastic bag, ten cents a bag here because uh, in the stores. Because Don't you love the, how they just changed their mind of one thing to the other? Right, and and so now we have all this stuff being delivered to us at home, um, and this is we don't know the people dropping off the stuff. One of the radio show hosts that I was listening to said that that he was that the guy was delivering something as he pulled out of the driveway and he started down the street and he was watching him in the mirror and the guy set the package down, took a picture of it, looked at him, figured he was already going to the close to the corner and not watching him and picked the package up and walked to his car. So even we don't even know who the delivery people are, Tim, we don't have anything out in front of our house for people to steal. And if they steal anything from your car or from the front of your house, people th- act like you're stupid on Facebook and next door. Well, why did you have it there? Right. It's your fault. Well, it's your fault. Why did you leave anything valuable in your car? Why did you leave something on your front porch? Why? Wait a minute. You're inviting crime. No, it shouldn't exist. That's what happened to me when my car got broken into uh, my car it was the, the window was busted, and they took a backpack out of the back seat. Well, yeah, 
It was my fault I had a backpack showing at 11 o'clock at night, I suppose. But the fact of the matter is, why didn't the police help me? You know what they told me? You're going to have to make a you're going to have to make a report online. Right. That's true. They don't come out anymore. No. And the and the criminals know this, so it, it supports chaos, okay? And and when I got I I the same thing happened to me. You know, my window's been broken out of my truck three times since since I bought this house. And you have a safe and, neighborhood, honestly. I mean, uh, it seems to be, but right. And you got some punk kids that, or something. Right. Well, the the police, I filed the report, and they say, "Oh, t- take it up with your insurance company." <laughs> but okay, wait. Yeah, but a wait, but you? you're the police, <laughs> right? And 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 the and the bad guys know this. The bad guys know it. And but here's the deal. What I'm trying to say is that when I was a young man, I'm showing the escalation here of what we talk about moving into. What did you say? Satan uh, control Satan's or whatever. Invasion. Invasion. Because look, um, look, Jack, we have the foreigners coming in through the border like nothing. And this was their goal all along. What is happening in Israel and what they are asking to do tomorrow, this had to be the plan. And some are even saying this is why we had the alert last week on our phones. So that when chaos gets so bad, they could infiltrate the the military. You see what I'm wow. saying? Martial law. They I can, can see that. They, they can enlist the military. Yeah, yeah into- what I'm, martial law because the, the because the chaos would get so bad, and people and, and overwhelm the police. They have no choice. Wow. You know, I, I was I was reading something and I can't find it now. Um, and it talked about it, it named all these. Um, it named all these uh, groups. I told you about it, that 70 in the last two years, they busted 75,000, 78,000 uh, marked. In other words, they were on a list of dangerous subjects. They belong to groups that were considered enemies of America. And they, they, at the border, they busted in two years, they busted 78,000 of them coming here. And that was from places like Pakistan and, and Iran and Afghanistan and, and Russia and Uzbekistan and places like that. And when they were, when they asked, uh, the how many if that man is how many got caught how many do they estimate are already in america and they said oh well over a million yes it's overwhelming i mean it's um and i don't know and it's only getting worse now um i believe this is the whole plan all along well the my mother sent me something and it says uh have has the biden administration been you know talks about funding the the by and I mentioned this before. Remember I said this, Tim. I said that, that Obama took millions of dollars. We don't even know how many, how many, how much money he took over there in a midnight plane in Iran. Mm-hmm. Okay, in in secret, they loaded this truck, this airplane up, cargo plane up, 
and they and they flew U.S. dollars into Iran. Okay, in the middle of the night. There's no accounting of it. We don't know how many's there. How much did Obama keep for himself? How much did the Democratic Party keep for themselves? How much did uh, the cartels get or whoever for working out the deal? Uh, we don't know. There, it's not known to us. But then Obama evacuates um, uh, the Middle East and he leaves all the military equipment there. It's well documented. I don't got to talk. I don't got to bring up everything that was there. Right. But his, his statement was that it cost too much money to haul it back. But Saudi Arabia, we have one of the largest military forces in the Middle East in Saudi Arabia. How hard would it have been to fly our jets down there, our helicopters down there? But yet they left them there fully operational. Yes. Okay. They left the ammunition. They left, uh, they basically armed the is Islamic Brotherhood. Okay. Then, and this is well documented. And then we let them take over Turkey. And then after that, and a Biden, Biden's evacuation not only left all this equipment behind and armaments, but it also gave them full power of our military base over there and our embassy and got people killed. Mm. Okay. And people here don't think about the people over there trapped, but our own government didn't care about these people. They, they, they just left and left them there. Soldiers, people. Doesn't this sound like Benghazi again? Yes. Okay. Now Biden's talking about taking another plane over there with a billion dollars in it, okay? And Congress is having to fight him on it. While meanwhile, he's opening, opening the borders, okay, and just letting everybody come in. Now we know that there's a million people here that are on a list of possible enemies. Well, they went down this list, and, and uh, 15,000 of them were like from Hamas, Oh. They're like Uzbekistan. Uh, another 38,000 were, were like from Iran. I'm like, wait a minute. Iran hates us. Why are we letting 38,000 Iranians in? By the way, there was 15,000 from Syria. Okay. Syria is, is basically Iran's uh, uh, power broker. Okay. And these are people that want death to America. Right, they even they yell at it. They yell it. This is uh, like their their get-togethers. They yell at uh, death to Israel, death to America. And for example, guys, this is what's going to happen tomorrow—a day of anger. And here's just the New York and just New York City alone. The New York Police Department has ordered all cops to report in uniform tomorrow after ex-Hamas chief calls for global protests. Here's the problem with this. Now, if it was just a day of anger, maybe we could get by with it. You know, collect the damage, we'll deal with it later. Here's the deal. These people don't stop. They, it's not going to be just a day. They're not going to stop being ticked off until they have their way. And even then, they won't stop. Okay. These are terrorists. So, Tim, Tim, what if... What if what if Trump stood up and said he wanted a day of anger for Christians? Yeah. Okay. You you, you have an uprising, have to, wouldn't you? 
and you'd have an, and you'd have charges, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. What if a pastor stood up and called for everybody to riot against abortion and have a day of anger, or environmentalism and have a day of anger? Okay. That anytime you add anger in there, you bring in the possibility of riots and violence. violence violence and stuff because you added anger so why isn't this guy arrested why isn't they taking him into custody and 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 arrested his tail why is youtube allowed to say it and they haven't taken him down to my knowledge exactly why has it been aired why is it if they can shut you down because you might say a word that my you might have started to post a word i get this all the time on facebook and everywhere else i post something and it won't let it won't go. And it, and it sends a message back. It says Ding. something. Yeah, you should rethink this and be kinder because <laughs> something in there, it might be might be construed as offensive. Well, wait a minute. You you got a ex or a, a president, a previous president up on charges because he said something that just, you know, might have instigated a riot might have in their view, but now you got a guy calling for one anger, a day of anger, a day of anger against from a certain people against a certain people. That's a hate crime. Anytime you, any time you identify somebody to put hate toward, how can they call that a, a, a religion of peace? Okay. Exactly. I I don't understand that. Um, This is from Zero Hedge. Americans killed by Hamas rises to 27, over a dozen captive uh, as U.S. arranges evacuation flights. Um, The White House has confirmed that it has hostage negotiation experts in Israel working with the government and advising on hostage recovery. This as the death toll of Americans killed in the Saturday Hamas attack has risen to 27. Here's the key here, Jack. The numbers of missing Americans now stands at 14. And according to a briefing by the National Security Council, spokesman John Kirby, these are presumed to be in in captivity in Gaza. The U.S. does not know anything about the the condition of the U.S. hostages held by Hamas. So they have no no idea. Good luck to you. Yeah, yeah. So these people are basically on their own with this government. That's what it tells okay. me. That's what it tells me. Good okay. Luck. So, so my question was, what happens if Trump is taken off the ballot? Okay, are the are the are the Trump supporters? who are diehard supporters that already believe that the election was rigged and um, and already believe that this is a witch hunt against a, pre, uh, a, a, a past president and politically motivated. What are they going to do? Are they going to, are they going to riot? Are they going to uh, 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 get violent? Uh, are they going to protest? Are they going to, you know, what what's going to happen? And nobody's thinking about this. How do you offend or 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 basically take down 
a leader that is is by all rights winning the presidency hand down hands down by majority and 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 by a legal technicality uh make it there get a puppet show with all people that are with the the people that are charging him are all biased politically if it was a uh a equal set of peers isn't our court system supposed to be uh equal under the law and uh and yet they didn't charge hillary with all of her emails they didn't charge her charge her for any crimes whatsoever they didn't they didn't Biden's son. She I goes, mean, I, what I, difference does it make? <laughs> right, and 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 then we know we know it's known criminal activity with the Biden crime family, but yet nothing. Okay, and and so we see on the media a a double standard, and uh, and when you know that. When you when the last election, you see shady workmanship in the election uh, arena, and uh, and so a great portion of these people think that that they rigged the election. What happens when free people realize that their elections have been stolen from them by one group or another? Yeah. Doesn't matter which group. Okay, how do they deal with this? You know, you talk about injustice. You talk about equal rights. You talk about uh, 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 and now you've taken all the power from the people. If you rig the elections, you've taken all power from the people. So they're 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 they're, not only are they have they been accused of rigging the elections in the last election. But now they're trying to take him down legally in a technicality. <laughs> okay. Isn't it hilarious? I mean, come on. It's so silly. Wake up. Okay. So, Tim, you're a sports fan. Ah, uh, okay? yes. It's, so, so, it's how so I get what? away from all this. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, so you know, the, the, you know, you're in sports and, and, the, and the, the coach – makes a public announcement. He says, any athletes out past 10 o'clock at night, uh, we're doing a curfew, uh, any athletes out past 10 o'clock at night aren't playing in the, the game the next day, okay? And so their star player is on the way to the room to, to get there prior to curfew, and he gets their front door and security blocks him out and says, I'm sorry, you can't come in right now, blah, 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 whatever reason. We got to search your bag. We got to do this or that. And it comes in and he doesn't get in until 10.05. The media makes a big circus about it. And that, that you know, and so now the, the coach has to say, okay, is my word my word or am I going to play? Okay. And the game gets rigged because the star player doesn't play. Okay. Yeah. That's what this is like. This is like, and, and, and who would do that? Well, honestly, guys, gambling is a huge thing in sports. Oh, yeah. The mob runs the gambling. Uh, everybody knows that boxers take a fall now and then, okay? 
I saw it two weeks in a row, uh, uh, helping Kansas City win. They don't need help winning. They have the great quarterback there, Mahomes. But I didn't watch tonight's game, obviously. But the last two weekends, Kansas City gets helped by the officials. I mean, anybody could blatantly see it. So it was a fourth quarter on both events, and uh, they won. They they won. There were four and one. They should be, you know, they have two extra losses, and they don't. So Kansas City is rigged, in my opinion, to rig, rigged to be in the Super Bowl this year. And 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 it's all okay. And it, it, you can almost put a clock to this stuff, Tim. The NFL wants the 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 the, the baseball, football. They all want to have. They want to keep selling merchandise. Yes. So they want the win to move around enough to keep merchandise selling in all their stores. You can't do that if everything goes to the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. You can't do that if everything goes to the 49ers. You can't do that if everything goes to the New Orleans Saints. You can't do that if if everything goes to the Cleveland Browns. Hey, okay? hey, 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 hey. <laughs> except for them, okay? <laughs> if you're going to rig the game, can you rig it for my team to win, please? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and and so so what I'm saying is that 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 if if fans of football games, ice hockey games, baseball games will do huge violent acts and have riots over a stupid sports game <laughs> what would they do if you stole their liberties and their freedom yeah well tim you know we're, we talk about the the border everybody thought that the democrats were letting in illegal aliens so that they could then get them the right to vote and they would be able to vote for those this, that supported them coming to America and gave them all this free stuff and a place to live and money and cell phones and all this stuff. And everybody figured, oh, they're going to they're, they're bringing them in because they will vote Democrat. Right. Well, but yeah, if you we, got, a lot of us thought of that. I mean, that was the easy guess. Right. But if they already got the election rigged, then then they don't need that. So. Why the big push to allow the borders to be wide open? Yes. Okay. And now we see. Costa Rica president came out a few weeks ago and said he made a public announcement that he had talked to Biden and they were going to start busing and planing and training people into America from Costa Rica. And he said... He said because they still had a long walk to get here, and they wanted them to get here quicker. Huh. Okay, but at that point, eight, was it eighty-five thousand uh, uh, people on the journey to America were passing through Costa Rica at that moment? And he said, and he made a public announcement not to take their kindness by allowing you to come into their country and be shipped to America as uh, the opportunity to treat the the residents of Costa Rica bad, okay, hmm. and, and so he was mad because these people were disrespecting their country and disrespecting their people, and because they were enlisted by Biden, the president was enlisted by Biden to to help get these people into America. Well, wait a minute, why is Biden trying to? 
calling the Costa Rica president? Why are they having this conversation about shipping and flying and training people to America to get them here quicker? Did they have a deadline? Maybe tomorrow was the deadline. So um, there are people there are people that posted did we did did the Biden administration support terrorist attacks in America by by pushing open borders porous borders with no immigration protection at all The easy quick answer is yes um I will say you know you bring that up Jack and um I'm going to implement I won't play it now because it's six minutes long, but right here I'm going to implement a clip of an audio clip of a man in Europe. I don't, I don't remember exactly where he is at, but in, somewhere in Europe, uh, England or some France or something. And they're talking about all these guys, all these foreigners coming over, and all of them, there's no women, no children. All of them are men from age 18 to 30. And he said that he, the government or whatever asked him to hold these people in his hotel or his room and board or bread and breakfast, whatever. And in this building, he could house, I think he said, uh, 250, and he has 150 right now that he's housing. And all of them are, are illegal immigrants. And what he's he posted this, and it's about six minutes long. And what he said was, uh, he's sorry that he did it. Because he saw uh, the other day a big package came in and boxes and and, uh, packages. And, well, he finally opened one, and what he found was horrific. They're weapons. So not only is he housing these immigrants, but now all these weapons. He found a bunch of AR-15s and hand grenades. And he couldn't wow. believe it. Now he's so sorry that he did it, but he can't get out of it. What's he going to do? So I'm just guessing. I don't know for sure, everybody, okay? I'm just guessing this is exactly what is happening here in America where all these immigrants are being housed in hotels. People of England, Ireland, Scotland, and Wales, First of all, I want to apologize because I feel I betrayed you. This is going to be very hard for me to do, but it needs to be told. I'm not going to tell you my name. You can just call me the whistleblower because this needs to be told. I own a small bread and breakfast slash hotel on the outskirts between London and Bristol. Exactly where, I won't say. I was commandeered by the office of 10 Downing Street to rehome refugee families, which I agreed. When the first lot of refugees came, there was not one woman, there was not one child, The people that turned up were men from the age of 19 to 30, I would say. I have enough room for about 250 residents. I currently house 150. 
immigrants. Yes, I did receive quite a large sum of money for doing so. On doing so, the government told me that I had to fire all my staff and they will supply their own and also that they will supply security guards for the bread and breakfast. Well, about two weeks ago, I received a phone call to say that a large parcel will be arriving sometime this evening. After waiting a while, the parcel didn't come, so I retreated to go to bed. Around about 2.30 in the morning, I received another phone call to say that the parcel has arrived and can I open up the rear servant entrance at the back of the B&B, which I went down and met some army personnel, which kind of surprised me very, very much. Then the person in charge, I don't know who he was, Colonel or whatnot, asked me to show him to a secure room within the B&B, which I did. On doing so, they loaded in roughly between 60 and 70 really big crates. I asked what was in the crates. I asked what was in the crates and I was told that I was not permitted to know. He then handed me a smaller parcel and told me that I will receive a phone call to give me further instructions on what to do and when to open this parcel which is very strange so I've had this parcel now for about a week in my office and I started talking to a friend of mine and he said well do you know what you don't know what's inside these parcels it could be anything it's your property, whatever's inside your property, you ain't the right to open, and I should have a look what it was. And I was debating about it for a little while, and I thought, you know what, you are kind of right. If it's in my property, I want to know what it is. So I opened the small parcel up, and inside was a letter with a list of names, and numbers written next to name. On realising that each name on the letter was one of the refugees. And then there was a smaller box inside the, the parcel. I opened that and there was a series of keys with numbers on. So I went down to the secure lock where these crates were and noticed that each crate had a number on it and each key had a number on it. So I took two keys for two of the crates and I opened up the crates. Crate one. There was a load of AK-47 machine guns. Crate two were a number of hanging aids. Now, when I say this, I'm saying this as you could start a new war off with what I was looking at. There was enough ammunition inside one of the crates to 
Easy, wipe out my little village. Boom, gone. Easy. Now I'm a bit stuck because I don't want these refugees here anymore. But I'm contracted to house them for a period of time. I don't know if I can give the government their money back and tell them to sweet off or not. I don't know. All I do know is in good faith, I cannot, I cannot allow these men to have these crates. I am going to move them away from my property to a secure garage that I have not too far. Because I'm not going to be responsible for allowing our government to kill us, the innocent people. Because it's obvious to me now that this is their plan. Right? Well, and, and we've had the last six years, we've had the greatest push to take our guns. Exactly. Between Obama, between Obama and Biden. Uh, Obama started this stuff, and it's continued with Biden. And it's so bad that people are afraid to even take their guns across state line now if they move. Okay. And they can't take away the guns, but what they can do, what they have done, is limited the bullets. Or, yeah, or, or made regulations. For instance, California, you know, how can you, you can have a gun, but, 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 Tim, if you can't practice with it, how good are you going to get at shooting it? And what, and is, Obama, the, and what is Biden and all them Democrats preaching? Why do you need an AR-15 anyway? Why? Why? Well, right. because when you give it to the enemy, we kind of need one now, don't we? Right. Well, and, and that's God. true. And they want us to use shotguns. Well, if they got rifles and you got a shotgun. <laughs> Who's going to win? You're, you're, you're a sitting duck because they can shoot. They can stay out of range and they can shoot you. Okay, and <laughs> and your shotgun only goes so far. It's only got deadly for so far, uh, where that rifle can be deadly up to you know if they're really good, a sniper can take them out at you know five thousand yards kind of thing. Um, so this brings up so, the whole thing. How close, Jack? How close are we to the coming of Christ? How close? Well, I would say that we're we're uh, <laughs> on the doorstep. <laughs> on uh, we're. Any time. I mean, I, I'm not. I, I mean, you. You know, you can say that the. Depending on how you read the Bible, you could say that. I don't get into the last days thing anymore. I, you know, I used to. Uh, I don't get into. I don't. Uh, to me, I'm born again Christian. I'm going to be in heaven. I'm already a resident of heaven, and so whether or not the world dies or the world continues, it really has no bearing. Whether or not America gets into war. Whether whether the whole entire globe goes to by the way, this is the first time in history, by the way, I want to say this. It's the first time in history that there's been a global call for for anger, which you could say would be war in some sense, against Israel. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. And, and again, guys, I don't say this because oh it's happening now to America or whatever. I'm not saying it because of that. The key is Israel. And what's happening in Israel? I mean, right. 
I, I don't know. This is I'm I'm 44, and this is the most that's happened in Israel in my lifetime that I could think of. Uh, I don't, maybe right. maybe you know of some more, Jack, but this is big. Well, well, you know, and and Israel's the 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 in the Bible, Israel's called the 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 time clock, the timepiece. It's the you know what's going on by what's happening in Israel. Okay, and. Uh, what Israel comes against, and by the way, in the in the end times, Israel is a, it says it will be a, a cornucopia uh, of fruits and vegetables, and and in other words, it will be feeding the world. Well, right now, for the first time in history, uh, Israel for ten years has been supported has been the citrus supporter of 50 percent of the world for 10 years wow now yeah isn't it funny that that israel sits in a desert just like everybody else but they're green and farming yeah wow it took it's a miracle it took right it took some and and this and when they took over when when israel got the land it was just a a dead desert. It was a dead area. It was nothing was growing there. It was a it was a wasteland, and they turned it into their homeland, cared for it, created systems to grow crops, to be independent, to be self supportive, and uh, and and look at it today. It support now is to support their own people, but it supports thirty uh, percent or. 30 or 50 percent of the world I can't remember which but I know it's 50 percent of the the European countries with citrus okay um, so it, it has turned into this cornucopia of, of food in for much of the of the earth okay yeah and and uh, and so there 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 is some stuff there to do with with other stuff but We've never heard of a worldwide call like we have now. Islam called us during Obama before in 9/11. They called us the great Satan, the great the great Satan, yeah. and Israel the little Satan, and that we had to be destroyed so that they could destroy Israel. Well, we're pretty much destroyed if they do away with the U.S. dollar all over the world. That's a well, big thing. Once the economics go, everything else is dwindling too. So, yeah, and and you know, then they want to take our guns, but they put so much regulation on bullets that in like in California, you can't use lead bullets anymore for target practice. So that means that if you 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 either can't target practice because bullets made with lead are cheaper. So people can use them for target practice. So that means that people have to buy bullets. Well, they're they're brass tips, which, by the way, brass tips are made for for going through bodies. Lead is designed to break up or to smash. So so in other words, they want you to waste the brass tips on, on training. And, and spend double the money. Yeah. On the uh, on, on so it automatically causes them. And then and now in order to buy any ammo, you have to give your your driver's license, and they attach your driver's license so they can. They made a law so they can see if you're buying too much or buying it too often, or or in a year how much you bought. 
Did you increase your buying over last year? They can they can do all this analytics on your purchasing of ammunition. Wow. Okay. And once they go to Bitcoin, which Biden's trying to do with the U.S. dollar, once they go to electronic uh, currency that is state-supported, in other words, is made by the government, they don't even have to print money anymore. It's, it's changing numbers on a computer, where before they had to pay to print new money. Now they don't even got to print it. It's, it's just changing numbers on a computer. How much in debt could we get then? If we're thirty trillion in debt now, how much could we get if they could just digitally? Oh, I need another eighty billion dollars. Yeah, let me punch in a couple of zeros on there, okay? And yeah. and and they can devalue the money. And what this means, Tim, is that they also will know every transaction that anyone in America makes. Yes. You. You can't even give a tip to somebody, the lawn guy or nothing, because it's all digital coin. Okay. Right. And uh, the global, some of the global stores like Costco and Sam, Walmart and Sam's Club, uh, they're going to digital IDs now to, for club membership. Right. So then that means that you have to have a cell phone. It's, they're all, it's a big, it's a big force. Okay. They're forcing everybody to have to to have cell phones and um, or plastic and 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 now they're going cashless. Okay, Uh, and in places like San Diego, as much as fifty percent of the places you can go don't accept cash anymore. Nope. And so it's really a war on the U.S. dollar. Once that U.S. dollar is eliminated. Um, there's a section in the Bible that says that in the last days, a loaf of bread will be equal to a, day, a, a, a day's wages. Well, Tim, right now we have a homeless population that's going insane, okay, increasing drastically on a regular basis. And everybody's blaming everybody why this is not taken care of and all sorts of stuff. But the root of it is, is they've, they're giving away jobs that people could support families with mm. the prices of living costs has gone so high that, 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 that people got to live together, two families in an apartment, five college roommates in a, in a, in an apartment, that kind of thing. Um, and, uh, they can't afford it. Okay. They can't get afford it. So more people are living at home with mom and dad because they can't afford it. Uh, and now we've, we're back to like a third world country where, you know, we were where everybody, once you got 18, you got your own place, you got out, you got a job, got your own place. And uh, and we didn't have generations living together. Now, a huge amount of people that are becoming seniors are taking care of their senior parents. Right. And they're, and that's where the, mother, the, the mother-in-law house came in. Okay. And, but yet your kids are still living at home. So in my household, at one point, we had four generations here. We had my grandkids, my kids, my wife and I, and her mother. Now, that's kind of cool, but it's also crowded. <laughs> well, not only is it crowded, but it's what I'm saying is, is this is what they, this is how it is in third world countries. Yeah. So America is becoming a third world country because people can't afford housing. There was one person that wrote a thing saying, you know, you'd have to really upset a lot of people 
to become homeless because that means that nobody cared enough to, to help you out and keep, give you a place. Well, that, that might have some truth to it, but it wasn't that long ago, Tim, before when people were like, it was almost embarrassing to even ask anybody for, you know, Hey, can you loan me, loan me a couple bucks? Right. It, it was, it, it was in the, in the eighties and nineties when, and before, if you, you know, it was embarrassing to be a failure and need to borrow money, need to get a handout. Now, now, now people don't even want to work. And, and they talk about the, the jobs, you know, when, you know, the, the, they can't afford to live with the money. Well, Tim, if you increase unemployment, if you increase minimum wage, everything else is going to increase to take the increase. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Okay. Everything. You work in a, it's inflation. You work right. You work in a union and every time, every year you get a dollar raise and, and because it's in your union agreement, but every year the cost of your medical insurance and your prescriptions is changing mm-hmm. and it eats up that dollar. Yeah. Yep. And then every year our fees uh, go up. So, right. So you're, the value of that money is depleted, and and there was even a time, Tim, where uh, where if you if you made a certain amount of money in taxes or got a raise, it could put you in a higher tax bracket, and you paid more taxes, so it ate up your entire raise and even brought home less money. Okay, right. But how about this? I got one for you, Tim. You know, people cry about the, you know, the rich people and all stuff. And that Social Security is going broke. Well, do you know that if you make that that last year, the year before last, if you made over $144,000, once you hit that threshold, you didn't have to pay Social Security anymore? I didn't know that. Yeah. This year, it's one hundred sixty-five. So if you may, if you're an athlete and you make $4 million a year or $10 million a year, you only have to pay social security for 160. So when you're watching those sports games and you're seeing these super high paid athletes, or you're watching Hollywood stars and they're getting paid $21 million for a movie. Okay. Uh, they're the ones that aren't paying social security. Hmm. So, Think about that for a minute. So if I'm self-employed, I pay 15% Social Security. If you work for somebody, your company pays half and you pay half. So you pay 7.5%. Well, most of these actors and most of these football players are independent. So guess what? They get paid on contract. And so that means that they don't, after after they make that 100, after they get it past 165 grand a year, they don't pay that fifteen percent anymore. Oh, well, isn't that peachy for them? Right. <laughs> so when you when when you're all sitting back, com- raving on your forty ers or whatever, wearing your bulldog shirts or whatever, you know, whatever the case may be, you, you know, your your Bears jersey, <laughs> and, you know, and you're supporting all this. And you're complaining that the rich guys got everything. 
wait a minute. Start looking around because anybody that makes over 165 grand a year after they after that threshold, they start paying less than you do. So what does that mean, Tim? What that means is those the poor people from the middle class that make under 165,000 they never stop paying Social Security. Their Social Security charged on every dime they make. Mm. That means they're, they're they're taxed more, basically. You get that? Yeah. Well, because because Social Security is nothing more than a tax now. Right. Okay. So that means that they get a fifteen percent discount on their taxes. And by the, the way, moment, by the time I retire, Social Security probably won't even be there. Or it'll be much less, okay? If we get there, yeah. And if Yeah, if we even get there. But what I'm saying is that they've convoluted everything. It's, it's pure chaos. Yeah. E- evil has increased so much that, that people are just like, I think they're numb, just like I was walking into you know my wife and i are theme parkers we go in we like disneyland we like all stuff uh Obviously, universe studios you have like uh you have like yearly passes sea, <laughs> yeah sea world the zoo we like we like to go into these uh we like these uh controlled atmospheres where you go to have fun and you know great america things like that and um but you see so much of this that you just become no. uh, de- desensitized, yeah. okay? And they're taxing us into slavery, and we're desensitized. They're controlling us into to a point to where our people are becoming homeless. We've got three or four generations living in a single house so that we can keep a roof over our family's heads. And the young people can't leave home anymore. So, you know, it was a joke when they made the movie uh, uh, Failure to Launch. You know, oh, the guys yeah. in state. Right. It was a joke then. It was like, okay, uh, the, what's going on here? But now it's real. Okay. Now it's real. And there is no Failure to Launch. There's no launch. Right. People are got young people are staying at home till they're in their thirties now. <laughs> you don't like that, Jack? <laughs> how how uh, okay. Uh, how old is Corey? <laughs> well, you Does know, Corey, hey, hey, if you, if Corey, you Corey, okay, but no, being you, fair you to know, him, Corey, you know, he was he was married and then got divorced, so yeah, that, that happens, you know. But but he lives with his mom and dad, right? He likes to put it, no, they live with me. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. But that, that's what I'm saying. It, whether he's got the house or they got the house doesn't isn't the issue. Right. The issue is that you have multiple generations living in the same house, and that's what they what happens. That's not been in America. 
that's third world country style stuff. Yeah, that is the style. And, and it's actually been like this. Well, it's been coming like this for the last 20, 30 years. You know, I want to give a shout out to Troy. What's up, Troy? He's listening in on the Fringe Radio Network. And we appreciate you listening in. He said, hi, y'all. Or hiya, I guess. Okay. So thank you for listening, Troy. Hope Get it right, it. Tim. Get yeah, it right. Don't, you know, my wife, my, my, hey. My wife said that my overalls make my Farmer John overalls make me look fat. They're not flattering, so I so I feel bad now. Well, yeah, if you don't I, wear anything underneath. Oh, well, uh, <laughs> I, 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 you know, you 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 really uh, no. You guys, uh, I don't know if you guys ever saw the deli- movie Deliverance. <laughs> yes, Deliverance. Yeah, you got a purdy mouth, you know. You that's got terrible. A mouth. Yeah, yeah, and that, that's uh, when I wear overalls. Uh, I guess that's what people see, and yeah. it's absolutely not true. Okay. Um, well, Troy anyway, if you, uh, and Troy and whoever else just joined, um, thank you for joining. But we're talking about Satan's invasion. What does that all entail? Well, we you know we've talked about uh, well. Jack went to Universal Studios, and, and Satan's in there because, well, all the stuff that they, the, the, all the products have some type of type of sat- Satanism on it. Okay, uh, and we talk about the foreigners invading America and invading Europe, and has Satan's fingerprints around that because of what possibly what they could do. Now, tomorrow's uh, Friday the thirteenth, and this guy is calling for a day of well, basically violence. Uh, a day of uh, anger, he calls it, okay? And so in New York, they got the police all ready and riot gear and all this. So what's going to happen? I mean, Satan's on the rise. Evil is getting deeper and bigger and darker. Um, and so let's, let's try to turn in all this negativity, Jack. You're pretty good at this, so I'm going to hand it to you. All this negativity into something positive. What 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 positive can we take from all this? God is in control. Okay, are the bio, you guys you gotta you when you when you start reading the last days scenarios, you have to remember something. God um God let the Jew, the Hebrews, wander in the wilderness throughout all of the time of Moses. Was it forty-four years? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> he he um, he. Well, yeah, uh, let forty he, years, right? Yeah, forty years. He let the. He, that's pretty tough. Picking up your camp every day and 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 walking through a desert and just never ending. Okay. Um, and uh, for think about it, forty years—that's like having two two generations of kids. Okay, your yeah. kids are having kids, um, and then but this is after a thousand years or so of being slaves. Okay, and, and dying, building pyramids, and so God's people have suffered throughout the entire Bible, and. Uh, but all this time, God is in control because he gave us a comforter. You know, he, uh, with Jesus Christ, he gave us a comforter. In the, uh, the the disciples, I don't know that any of them didn't die a horrible death, okay? But John the Baptist 
was head was cut off and he was hung upside down. Okay. Mm. Um, you know, and so when you start looking at, at what Christians have suffered through and Jews have suffered through, and when it talks about the Bible, it talks about, and these days, this is where it really gets good. Yeah. Will be worse than they've ever been in history. Yes, it's, oof, man. I mean, yeah. so we're we're not we're not we're, yeah we're not even on the ed, the edge of that. Okay, and uh, as far as America is concerned, but the, but you know they keep bringing up st- stuff like you know drug addiction, opioids. Well, isn't it kind of funny? Sorry, Tim. Uh, that that they have a war on a different drug every year it seems like every presidency, and 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 yet they're legalizing marijuana now they're trying to legalize psychedelics like mushrooms and acid things like that okay it's like it's like the more they the more they go after something the the worse it gets okay um, they're now what's really sad is they're going after uh, human trafficking. Well, yeah, and that's so ha- yeah, that's been around a long time. We're just now seeing the last three years has just been coming to light, you know. Right. So why is it just now coming to light? There's been human trafficking for eight, thousands of years. Okay. So how bad is it getting, or how bad is it being pushed? that they need to bring it to the, to the forefront to make people aware that this is happening. Right. Okay. And home invasions have gone through the ceiling. We're talking 300% increases. Okay. We have an elderly population. I just read a thing on, uh, about America and China. China is going to lose their, their discounted labor because they're, they're just like America right now. Fifty percent of America is over fifty-five. Where in the next uh, by twenty thirty, we'll be over sixty percent of Americans will be over fifty-five. So the younger generations are, di- are are not. We're not having babies, and the older generations aren't dying. Mm. Okay, and it says that China's in the same boat by twenty thirty. Sixty-five percent of their of their people will be over over 65 okay and and but here's the deal the bible has another statement it says that in the in the last days that people will wish for death and none will come okay i mean if you're sitting back suffering from from something um and you're going having to go to the doctor every day or three times a week and bounce from medication to medication and having sickness in your stomach and diuretic problems and, and, and Alzheimer's and, and all kinds of strokes and everything else, but you just won't die. Hmm. Okay. You're suffering, but you just won't die. And, and this is and elderly people know as you get older, stuff don't work the way it used to. Okay, you got a lot more aches and pains. I don't care how many you talk to you. They're going to tell you you get more headaches. You get more, you know, you're you can't eat what you used to eat. You can't digest food properly. Uh, your body's starting to shut down. 
but it they just won't die. Okay, and uh, well, I mean that's definitely one way to look at it, Jack. But I mean, I, I don't don't you think that's also talking about when people would take the mark of the beast and and because I think maybe part of the uh, physical mark would be. Uh, maybe uh, they promise you to have eternal life and on this earth, and then when you take the mark, you realize, oh no, I don't really want this because now you're you're really getting in pain and all this or whatever, and you try to die and you can't. That's kind of how I took well, it. Well, one of one of I forget who it was, but one a famous person just came out, scientist, and said that this is Bill Gates or somebody, and he said that this is the last generation. That will be. Oh, that will, it was that, actually Trump's son-in-law. Yes, he said that. Trump's son-in-law. Mm-hmm. He said this is a lot. We're at the last generation that will have to die. Right. He said that. Yes. And so, okay. Uh, Elon Musk is even talking about this brain chip. And so, with AI and all of these things mixing together, it's all coming together. It's just a lot of pieces that have to fit together for all this to take place. But it's coming. Right. And and we are the Bible. Here's the deal. The Bible always is true. Yes. Everything that's said in the Bible is going to happen. And it all starts with Israel. And perhaps we just saw this on Saturday. Perhaps. Yes. And it's going to get worse and it's going to get worse and it's going to get worse. And and it says it says in the word that when Christ comes, when he does, because otherwise mankind would have destroyed itself. Yep. And so uh, when when all, basically what that says to me, Tim, and this, uh, you guys can take it any way you want, but this is what it says to me. When it seems like all hope is gone, he will return. Because mm. without yeah. hope, what are you? Without something to cheer you up, without joy in your life, how good is your life? And if you are a believer in Jesus Christ, then even if what happens tomorrow is the worst thing possible, even if they go house to house or whatever they do, it's one of two things going to happen. Either either God's going to protect you or you're going to go home to him, right? Right. Either, either, way, you're, you're, either way, you're saved. Okay. Either way, you're protected. Either way, it's the will. God either is makes it happen, or He allows it to happen. Okay. And if He allows it to happen, it's because you've done your part on Earth, and you can go home now. I mean, uh, guys, I, I I said this before, and I'll reiterate it again. Okay. If Tim and I are are we go on a trip, say to Israel, and Hamas takes us uh, captive. And you're we're and, one of these twenty-seven that uh, uh, Biden has no idea where they're at. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> and we're being tortured. Maybe Tim's being raped. You know, <laughs> hey, why me? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> and uh, and uh, and uh, you know. We're being tortured and beaten and abused. Must be because I'm younger. And, Ooh, yeah, I'm better looking, <laughs> you know. And um, and 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 they something happens, and God makes it to where Tim can go home. Am I to be upset 
that Tim got out and went home? Am I supposed to be selfish and crying that Tim's not going to be with me anymore? Or should I be rejoicing that Tim's going home? And vice versa. Yeah, I'm going to be upset that Tim's left behind. Okay, but we are men in a foreign land. Okay, when you're a missionary in in, in Iran or missionary in Africa or missionary in China or Guam or anywhere, if you're a missionary over there, you are there to do a job for God. You don't have any political power. You don't. You have to live within their guidelines, their laws, their rules. You, if you're in in Islam, you got to put a, a cover over your head. If you're a woman, you can't drive cars. You have to ride in the back because these are the laws of the land. Okay, and you have to honor the laws of the land. You have to live within their realm. Tim's all got this saying: "Be in this world, but not of this world." Well, you have to live in that world, but not be a. But, but you aren't. It doesn't matter what happens in that world because that's not where you live, mm -hmm. okay? We care what happens here in America because before we accepted Christ, this is our home. This, this, But we reside here now, but this isn't our permanent residence. It's like you staying in me going to Illinois and staying in a hotel. I'm not buying any land there. I mean, if I'm not working there, buying land there, or planning to stay there, why do I care if I vote there? Why do I care what laws there are there? As long as I'm not being put in prison for breaking one of them, mm -hmm. okay? But if I'm there in in Illinois to see my kids or to preach the gospel or whatever, and I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, I'm living there, but I'm not a part of it. I'm not involved in it. You see what I'm saying? I'm separated on right. behalf of the, the love of my family and the love of God, I'm doing the job. I'm doing for my family. I'm not really a resident of there. Okay. So therefore, what happens there really doesn't affect me. But I do care what goes on there because my family lives there. Okay. But that, but, uh, and so uh, what I'm saying is that, that if you are with, that's the way we are, we're missionaries. Once you've accepted Christ, your residence change. Now, this is very profound, and people don't understand how profound this is, Tim, because the moment that sin entered the world, Satan was kicked out of heaven. His residence was no longer with God and God in that realm, in that air, that one of those heavens. It was still the spiritual realm because it's in hell, which hell is in the spiritual realm. But it wasn't in heaven anymore. He was kicked out. But that didn't mean he didn't have the ability to travel through heaven because it says during Job that he did with a couple angels. He was hanging out with a couple angels. He was a bad guy, but he's hanging out with a couple angels. Okay. <laughs> and, and, and so, but Adam and Eve, they were in the Garden of Eden, which was pure. It, but it couldn't have been totally pure because a serpent was used by Lucifer at the time to deceive them. So it wasn't perfectly yeah. pure. It was they could live forever, breathing air and water and, and living, 
but that it wasn't pure. It wasn't in heaven, but it was somewhat pure. And then when they were cast out, now they were under a curse, under corruption, under the fallen arena. And their residence changed from being in Eden to being on earth. And the Bible says, and this is where it gets profound, I sent you, send you back to the soil that you were made from. Look it up, folks. Hmm. So God literally took them when he made them from clay. They were taken from earth's soil and made perfect. Think about that for a minute. Hmm. And then he sent them back where they were taken from. So they their residency changed. Our, the, our residency has changed. And in the Bible, that's a huge thing. Yeah. Okay? You don't have to worry about everything that the other people have to worry about that live there. Because, you know, and when American, what... We never did this, Tim. We never did what they what they've been doing. Obama left them behind. Hillary Clinton, Benghazi, Biden now did the same thing. Okay, so what happened? They created situations by evacuation or whatever that left American citizens in the way of fire that they could be killed. Yeah, and they don't death. even care. And taken captured, okay, captured in that land where that was never a thing before. We've had to evacuate emb- embassies before, Tim. But every American has been, they kept it armed, they kept it secure until they got everyone out. It's, Think uh, about that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, and so what really bothers me is that every, each and every American should come first and be protected by this government. And it doesn't matter who's in charge of the government. We should be protected at all costs. The military, they have a term, no soldier left behind. No citizen should be left behind. You know, they used to call Americans paychecks because the terrorists knew that and the and the criminals knew that if they captured a person on vacation in some island, uh, that that their families or the government would pay to get them back. You know, uh, Troy, he he, he said uh, something quite clever. He said, never leave a man behind unless Biden <laughs> well, I I I think it's I think it's it's government, okay? Yeah, um, I mean I think you could include Obama on that one too because I think he is actually running things and Biden's just the face the puppet, really. Well, I don't know. That's Tim. my opinion. That's just me. I don't know. Yeah, I know. I know everybody has this opinion that it's one-sided. But, but I see a difference. God never wanted us to have his people to have a, a government 
on earth. He never wanted us to have a king. The They begged God so they could be a kingdom like everyone else and have a king with a castle and everything on earth yeah. that the people could see, a ruler. And so God gave them what they asked for, okay? And, uh, and but we know that the earthly kingdoms are allowed by God uh, and that the people get what they deserve, okay? So God's not going to stand in the way. If you vote in evil, you're going to get evil, okay? God's going to let you get what you deserve on earth. And we've seen throughout history the, the, the hatred for anyone of God, okay? Um, Jesus was crucified. His disciples had to hide out in the upper room, okay? Yeah. Um, everybody had to operate in secret, okay? During the Catholic Church realm, when they ran everything, if you if you tried preaching the word, you could be executed. If you tried translating it in something other than Latin or Greek, you could be executed. Okay, that we've literally died. There's been blood shed for our freedom on earth throughout all of history to have our faith. And I hate it when I hear a pastor stand up in front of a church and say, we're one generation. The kids, we got to teach the kids. We're one generation before the Christian faith is, is extinguished, is, is, is um, uh, extinct. No, that's never going to happen. That's almost a lie. The Bible says that Christ will rule for a thousand years here after his return called the millennium. Yeah. He's going to show the people what a real what a real king, what a truthful, honest, loving king what a real rule should be like. Okay? And uh and and then wanna, if they don't You people want a king? Good. How about me? Right. Yeah. And what's uh, what, um, and and so I think that all governments throughout history are corrupt. No, okay. I, I would agree with that. Absolutely. I mean, both sides are that way. I mean, you've got, uh, I mean, you, you have good people in there, but a lot of them are crooked. You know, I don't know how what right. the percentage is, but a lot of them are. Right. Well, you know, you got re Republicans and Democrats. They seem to be the ones in control of all the power in America. Okay? Well, like you said before, and Jack. I mean, basically, it's would you say it's a uh, two sides two, of the same coin? Of the same coin. That's right. That's a good way to put it. Really. Right. They, 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 they play good cop, bad cop in America. Now they've divided all of America by uh, semantics. OK, if you're if you're anti-abortion, you're a Democrat. If you're if you uh, I mean, a Republican, if you're for abortion, you're a Democrat. If you're for, uh, you know, when and, and if you're uh, uh, for equality, you're a Democrat. If you're uh, con if you're conservative with money, you're a Republican. They they've divided everything down these lines uh, that say you're this. They they group us, and they at one point they're preaching don't group, don't be prejudiced, don't don't profile. But then they they are the biggest profile profilers on the planet. Okay, it, I I looked at an application for a job today, Tim. And it was for a salesperson. And it said, okay, 
uh, went down the list, says, do you have a degree in this? No. <laughs> do you speak Spanish? No. I don't even need to apply. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, the, I, so right. I apply, I look at another job and it says, and then, and you get to the application part. It says, it says, do you belong to one of these groups? Oh, boy. And it says, and it, and it identifies your race. It says, this is all voluntary voluntarily. But Tim, you know that if you don't answer that stuff, they're not hiring you because what right. it is, is they're, lo- they're looking for somebody that they can get tax, they can get tax exemptions from or assistance from the government. Okay. Yeah. So if you say you're not that, then they automatically assume you're a middle-aged white guy or an old white guy like me. <laughs> and 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 so what I'm saying is is that they is while they're telling you it's all equal, they should. Uh, if there's anything equal on the planet, it's Christianity. It's Jesus Christ. It doesn't. It, Jesus Christ says, "Are you?" human and you say yes he says i love you i died for you there's nothing in there that says are you this are you that what race are you how were you born what what's the pigment color of your skin what gender are you nothing in there it doesn't say any of that he says i died for you that's right you means human. That's all it means. He doesn't say, there's no identification. It doesn't say whether you're fat, tall, skinny. It doesn't say whether you got blonde hair or you're brunette. It doesn't say whether or not you're African-American, Hispanic, Chinese, or what you are. It doesn't say any of that. It, there's, no, there's no division. So if they, if they really want equality, if they really want things to be equal and straight across the board, then they'll quit identifying differences. Mm. They'll quit grouping people together. They'll quit making protected people. Okay. If I if 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 my wife punches me, ain't nothing gonna happen. <laughs> but if I punch if I punch her, I'm probably going to prison for six months. Okay. Um if if, if if a LBGTQ guy gets in my face and challenges me and, and pushes me, I ain't going to happen. But if I touch him, if you breathe on it's him a, wrong, it, it's a hate crime. Yeah. And I get more time than if it was just me punching you. Right. Okay. Yeah. And so you see what I'm saying? So by, by creating these artificial laws, that identify us by race, by gender, by uh, they, they are the ones causing the separation. Where Jesus Christ, who's a loving God, is saying, I don't care who you are. I don't care what your sin is. Come to me as you are, because I love you, mm. and I died for you, and I shed my blood for you. And... I rose from the dead so that you could live forever. I bought, he bought and paid for, for the sins of every individual past, present and future on the planet. 
Amen. You know, it wasn't that long ago before there was slavery. There wasn't that long ago before women couldn't vote. There wasn't that long ago before blacks had no rights. And uh, we've seen all this stuff for equal rights, and it's all been valid. Okay. And, uh, and, but people are flawed. And what the world's doing, what Satan's doing, I call Satan the accuser. Well, that's definitely one of the names for, for him. Yes. Right. But what he's doing is he's identifying the sins of some and not identifying the sins of others. Okay. And if you want to look at this, what I'm saying about this is, is Noah, when Noah landed on the ark, the ark landed on land, the first thing he did is he got drunk. Yes. He grew a vineyard <laughs> yeah, he and did. got drunk. He's like, man, he got stink- I'm tired of all the- these animals. I go get you something to drink. <laughs> and I've been cooped up with my wife for all this time. Yeah, it my kids, there. yeah. Can you imagine uh, yeah, the yeah. smell of that ark? Holy mackerel. Man. Okay, but 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 it didn't. But it didn't say he did anything else. This is, and it said that he was the last righteous man on the planet. Okay, but the first thing he did was got drunk. Yeah, I mean, is it is it right? But it says the in the word not to be a drunkard. Right, the first thing he did was get drunk. I, I think okay? God made an exception there. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and. And and then and then get this what guess then guess what then he got totally nude, <laughs> naked, and and passed out. That sounds like a wild party to me. Okay, yeah. I mean, I, I've I've been at wild parties where I got totally nude and, and passed out. Okay, um, that was just last and, week. And, oh, uh, you know, and, yeah. Uh, uh, no, and and so where I'm going with this, Tim, is that. The, ne- the next morning. Exactly, the next, Troy. He made it ne- through his uh, an apocalypse, so to speak. Yeah. And I want to give a the shout ne- out. Uh, I'm sorry, but Jack. Uh, Badass Ministries is also listening in from Brooklyn. Shout out from Brooklyn. All right. Yeah. All right. And the next thing that you see is one of the worst sins that is still haunting us throughout all of history. And there's slavery in countries islamic countries still today okay you can't tell me if you have children digging lithium out of mines in in china that that's not slavery Ah. okay and and you can't tell me that if people are taxed beyond measure and paying an outrageous amount you know what they did during to make people work harder was back in the day the mining companies and the train companies that controlled all the payroll and everything else, they would make camps and they would have stores and they would, they would pay the miners or the train workers, the railroad track workers, they would pay them. And then they would charge them for live for the little place. They stayed rent. They'd charge them. They'd sell all the food to them at outrageous prices at their stores so that they were always, and then to give them credit, so they were always in debt to them, so they'd continue working. They were basically slaves because they were paid enough money to give them a semblance of life, survival, and they didn't know how to get out of this rat race. 
So these people would do anything they could to survive because they barely made enough to live. Wow, does that sound real familiar? <laughs> but on a larger scale? Yeah. Yes. Okay. And and now we have people that are deciding to be homeless and not be a part of this situation anymore. There are people that they offered in Santa Barbara to take help get off the streets and they protested. No, we like living. We don't want a house. We don't want a roof over it. We don't want to live in that atmosphere anymore. Okay. And then there's a movie called Jack Reacher. And they point out in this movie that Jack Reacher, who's played by, um, uh, what's his name? The Maverick, Tom um, Cruise, Tom Cruise. Yeah. And they, they point out that he was a, a really good uh, criminal investigator in the military, all this stuff. He, was, he won all these wards in the military. And, and since he got out of the mis- military, they couldn't find him. He wasn't on any lists anywhere. He didn't have a residence. He didn't have a bank account, all this stuff. And, the, and he, was a, he was a wanderer. And he didn't even carry any clothes. He he needed a change of clothes, so he had this attorney that take him to the Goodwill place. He bought a couple pieces of clothing and he threw and he donated the ones he had on his back. And she and and she goes at one point he doesn't have a shirt on, yeah. and he wore he was washing his laundry, and she said, "Can you put a shirt on?" And he said, "This is my shirt. It's wet. I just washed it." She goes, well, don't you have another shirt? He goes, no. And so at one point in the movie, she thinks he's crazy. She thinks he's running from something and that she felt bad about it. And he takes over the window and he says, and he says, look out your window. What do you see? And she looks out the window. She says, I see the same thing I do. Like cars driving by. He says, no, no, look closer. And when you the camera zooms in, there's people working in these cubicles late at night. The guy's vacuuming the floor. The dude's still working, trying to make a living. And he says, he says, now, when I came back from the military, fighting for the country I love, fighting for freedom, he says, this is what I saw. He says, look in those offices. Do any of those people look free? He said, he said, they're paying taxes. They're trying to keep a roof over their head. They're slaving. They're getting up every morning to somebody else's alarm clock, and they're jumping through other people's hoops. Does that look sound like freedom to you? <laughs> and, he said, and he says, or would, if they had the choice to do it all over again, would they live for me? He says, when I got back, I saw this. He said, and I wanted some of the freedoms, experience some of the freedoms that I had fought for. He says, so I have my check delivered to uh, my bank or whatever, Wells Fargo, an account or something like that. He goes, my retirement check. He says, and I go wherever I want, however I want. And I don't own a car. I don't own a second pair of clothes. I just go where I want. And and do what I want. And and he goes, now, do you think those people, if they had to do it over again, would want to live like they live or be free like I am? 
And there's a huge point there because in Santa Barbara, these people are being asked, saying, hey, we can help you get off the street. And they go, we don't want to get off the street. We love it here. <laughs> wow. We don't have all, all the headaches of you people. And we sleep outside under the stars. Now think about this, Tim. How long ago was it? Not that long ago. When the West was being won and people were traveling across here, cowboys were roaming the range, and they would sleep under stars. And the only thing they'd have on their back is there is like maybe a change or two of clothes, a couple bit of just a tiny bit of vittles in their bag, and their horse. And yeah. they would just and their six shooter, and they'd travel the range. Okay, now and then they might pick up a job on a ranch somewhere doing a little bit of work for somebody to have a little bit more money to send a, uh, a message to somebody, a family member, something back East. But other than that, maybe buy some beans or something. But other than that, they lived free. They hunted for their food. They slept in the stars and they bathed in the river. Okay. Um, that's freedom. So we're not like, well, we, we're not like, um, slaves like getting whipped or whatever but we are slaves to what we have to do i mean we, just we're just, slaves to society to to live how we what well, we kind of have to eat we got to have clothes you know and then we have kids and so then we want to have nice things for them we got to have a house and yada 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 have two cars and two dogs and look what now you're trapped now you have to work because you have to have right. all this stuff so right. Reacher has a point. <laughs> exactly. So, but here's the deal. If you're rich, like Paris Hilton, you never have to go to work. You can live like Jack Reacher and you can have all the stuff like Jack Reacher. You can have the mansion. You can have all, cause you're rich. You can fly on jet planes. You can go to other countries for vacation. You can go to private, uh, uh, beaches, go out on yachts, you can do all this stuff. You are not a slave because you have enough money to where no one tells you what to do. You do what you want to do. And that's the life that I always wanted for my kids and my family. I want them to have a life where they never thought of themselves as slaves. Okay to the tax man or to the creditor. You know, they don't ever play that anymore. I owe, I owe, so off to work I go. Yeah. Okay. It used to be on all the bumper stickers on all the tons of cars. Okay. <laughs> Snow White and, and the Seven and, Dwarves, right? <laughs> right. And, and, uh, hi ho, hi ho, yeah. so off to work I go. Okay. Um, and, and so now everyone is becoming, because they raise the prices of everything so much. And they've gotten our country in so much debt. We are now slaves. There's another saying that you never hear anymore. It's called being a slave to the lender. The lender dictates what you do. You want to see proof of that in America? High-speed rail. Mm. Let me tell you guys we, something. Those that are listening now, that was on a ballot. If you're not living in California, you won't know this, but it was on a ballot. What three times, Jack? I think three, it was on the ballot three, many four. times. And, and yeah, and each, never, each time it got it got said no, we don't want it. Well, guess what? The governor did anyway. The governor gruesome. He 
did it anyways. So it didn't matter that nobody wanted this. And somehow he, make it. he forced it. Right. Okay, how about this? They wanted to redo refurbish the Golden Gate Bridge, which, by the way, Newsom was the mayor of San Francisco, right? Pelosi is from San Francisco. Yeah, I know Pelosi is, yeah. Right. Well, he owns a vineyard in Vallejo or someplace like that okay. or Napa. Napa, I think. Um, Napa. It's still the Bay Area. But so here's the deal. He, when they go to look for companies to refurbish the Golden Gate Bridge, Caltrans hires the Chinese. He says that the China, that we don't have his statement, why they were hiring the Chinese and not an in, not one of the massive contracting companies that we have here in America to do this major overhaul that we're, that the state of California and the federal government are going to spend a ton of money to refit this bridge. He Caltrans head said that they had to use China because we don't have enough certified bridge welders. <laughs> that was their whole con that we didn't have enough welders to do the chain to the modifications to the bridge. Okay. We have welders all over America. We yes. have welding schools all <laughs> over America. Okay. <laughs> but we, but we, they could have went to the community college and offered grants to, 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 for people to train to be welders. Okay. And so China comes in with their cruise ships and the cruise ships dock and they don't pay America. They, they get paid by America, but the Chinese go from the cruise ship to work and back to the cruise ship. They don't spend one dime here in America and all their food is provided on the cruise ship. All their room and board and care is provided on the cruise ship. Their medical, their dental, everything. Everything. Nothing was provided. Nothing was spent in America. But they took American dollars. We created jobs for them. Not for us. Not for us. All right. So well, there you go again. We are slaves to the lender. China told us what we had to do. They bent over backwards and did it. Okay. Well, and that's why. That's because, like you said, America owes them so much. So we're slaves to the lender. Exactly. Also, we are we are who people don't talk about the World Bank that much. But the World Bank is who everybody's borrowing money from. Has anybody ever looked at the corporate shareholders of who owns the World Bank? Check it out, folks. You know, they talk about Bill Gates being the richest guy. The, you know, all these people, Oprah being the richest woman also. These are the ones that they're allowed to tell you about. Do you remember when Obama was running for presidency and you couldn't find out anything about him? And if anybody found out anything, it was challenged in court. Okay. They made it illegal to share anything about Obama before he was ever elected. Well, they didn't want the you, truth out there. You could say that he was a Muslim, but you couldn't prove it. You could say that, and all of a sudden he's elected. Now he's a sitting president, and they come out, oh, wait a minute, he got his first college uh, grant as a Ford student from Africa. 
Well, he's, okay. he said it himself that he was a Muslim. I, I don't know exactly his words, but he did say that some at some point. Right. But yeah. we went from 9-11 to Obama being in office in 10 short years. Okay. Yeah, can you Think believe about that? that for a minute. By the way, Jack, when that happened, I couldn't believe it. I thought it was a joke at first. I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, right. I mean, 9-11 hit, and now we have a guy named Obama. Like, are you serious? Like, I thought it was right. a joke, but no, it was no joke. Right. And and so if you if you if you look at who the power brokers are, there are people that there it's illegal for the media to say anything about them. It's illegal for their names to be put out there. It's illegal for they 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 have blocks that the media can't talk to about them. Have you heard, ever heard anything about the Rothschilds? Well, I've heard of them, but I mean, uh, others, you know. But you don't hear about them. what they're doing every day. No, no, they're not in the public eye. I mean, I guess you could look them do you, up. But. Do you ever do you ever hear anything about the Kennedys? Okay, or Johnson Johnson, or any worldwide huge company that's both in Europe and America. Okay. Yeah. You don't you don't hear about these places. That's right, Troy. Barack Hussein Obama. It's Hussein. That's really what got me. The the middle name is Hussein. Like, are you kidding me? Didn't we just kill a guy named something like that, you know, for nine eleven? <laughs> right. So now so now we're coming into another phase in the Bible. The Bible is unfolding in front of all the people. Here's the funny thing, Tim. It says that when that everything was created, that it was created in such a way that it points to God. Mm-hmm. God created time. God causes things to happen, or He will, or or He allows them to happen. Okay, everything points to God. Everything that's happening today is a warning and a testimony, just like the plagues of Egypt. He's letting the people know. He's giving them plenty of warning. Yeah. This is coming. I mean, you could even feel the change in, you know how you could change and feel the change in the weather? You could feel the change in the air of the seasons of what's coming. It's getting heavier and heavier and darker and darker. And, you know, I just heard the Euphrates River is starting to dry up pretty rapidly. Uh, So that's another sign, by the way. Tim, when I was a kid, we we would go to bed and leave all the windows open, our front door open with the screen closed so the mosquitoes wouldn't get in. Yeah. The back door open so the air would flow through the house while we slept. We go we'd leave the house every day. I don't even know that when I was a kid we even had locks on the doors. You probably okay? didn't. Right. And and now I got you got to put like three bolt locks <laughs> and alarm system. Yeah. You know, motion detectors, cameras, you can't put anything outside of your house. You got to watch them. They they even offer a discount if you park your car in the garages at your home instead of outside. Okay, and because they're less susceptible to be broken into inside a garage, and and so 
Think how far we've come. I'm 63. So that's like 50 years. In 50 years, we've went from me sleeping with my window wide open and the front door wide open with no locks. And I used to play out in the nighttime until uh, well after dark, the streetlights come on. We'd play hide and go seek in the blackness of the night. Uh, we'd roam through fields, open fields. Um, we'd play hide and go seek and uh, really late. You didn't have a care now, in the world, did you? Didn't have a care in the world. And now you go to Disney or Universe Studios and you see people with leashes on their children. Okay. <laughs> wow. T- tell, tell me the world hasn't changed. Yeah. Okay. It hasn't gotten worse. Okay. And, and now Tim leaves his, leaves. My son left a hoodie in his car when he was in high school and somebody broke into his car and stole his hoodie. Mm. And the, and the manager of the apartment complex we lived in said, well, you deserved it. <laughs> what? You you left you left a, a nice hoodie inside your car, so naturally it's going to get broke into. Um, and now, when my wife and I go out of town, we try and make sure that from the outside you can't see anything in our car. Okay, like bags, loose yeah. suitcases, nothing. Okay, we don't leave any goods unattended. When I drove to to to. Uh, out to Peoria, I hauled stuff of my kids out there. I made sure that if I tied it down, tarped it down, netted it down, tied it down, tied it down some more, chained some stuff down, that if anybody tried to get it, they would have had to really work at it to get it off. And by then, somebody would have saw them. Right. I parked, I, I backed it into the, 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 the stall and very front of the hotel. If I stayed a night at a hotel where the front counter person could see and the lights were all on it. And this stuff I never thought of before. You know, nobody messed with stuff. If it wasn't yours, I mean, Tim, I grew up in an age when you didn't walk on other people's lawns, you respected their property. That was their grass. You didn't walk on their grass. Oh, another thing I didn't have was fences. You know, here in California, you have fences everywhere. But in Ohio, yeah. in Ohio where I grew up, you didn't have fences. You just had, a, you know, a pretty big yard. And then you had a neighbor, and uh, they didn't really mind that you went in their backyard unless you're doing something, you know, mischievous. But we, we were pretty open with it all. Yeah, when I lived in Florida, people would the kids would walk through the yards to get to the school's bus stop, and they were just going to the bus stop, and they just walked behind your house and the neighbor next door, and from their house to the bus stop, whatever the shortest walk, that's the way they went, and it, you know, and honestly, they're not out walking on the streets getting hit by cars, so you know, <laughs> it, it just you know, yeah, they're crossing my property. But they were just kids going to school, you know. Right. But now we got to have fences and chain link fences and locks on our gates and everything else. It's oh. just. It, it, I don't know about you guys in, or in Brooklyn. I you know over here in California, you know what else they do is they tell us when we can and cannot sprinkle our yard our lawn. We have days, our water. So, you know, Tuesdays and Thursdays, that's, and I think Saturdays, that's okay. 
but not on Monday, Wednesdays, and Sundays. No, no. So you have certain days and a certain amount of time where you could water your grass. Isn't that something? And they have police that go around and monitor your I mean, your water. I'm the one paying if for my water. What does it matter? Right. If the, if the person drives by and touches your grass and it's wet on one of those days, you can get a ticket. Okay? I got a um, warning for that. When I first moved in here, this guy comes, a city guy, he comes around and he tells me, hey, uh, you're uh, watering on the wrong day. This is a warning. Next time you're getting uh, whatever, uh, a bill or something, you know, and uh, a fine. That's what he said. Next time you, I have to fine you. I go, what? This is the first I'm hearing of it, you know. <laughs> yes. And, you know, Tim, where I live, I don't live in a homeowner association. There is no rules well, like that. Me either. I don't either. But it's it's I guess it's the city rule. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. It was the only time you ever heard of this back east was in the homeowner association. Right. Okay. And now out here, if you have your garbage cans that they can see them from the street, it's a ticket. If if you park a a trailer on your property and it and it it could be you can be ticketed for it. If you park a car on your property that doesn't move for a period of time, they can write you a ticket for it. If you have an RV in behind your house in your backyard that's fenced in, if they can see it, they can write you a ticket for it. If you have a basketball court, one of the portable basketball courts, it's a $450 fine if they can see it from the front yard, from the drive-by. Well, I got, okay? there's a lot of neighbors uh, around here that has that, so I wonder if they're getting fined. Well, they can be if they if they're pressured. We, when I, two years after I bought this house, three people got tickets for having their basketball things out, and a whole bunch of people got tickets. And they cruise by every now and then. A whole bunch of people, like thirty five people, got tickets for their trash cans being able to be seen from the street. And so people just, you know, they they just keep taking and keep taking our freedoms away. This is private property. There's a if you park on the grass in in from the central east, it's no biggie. Everybody does it. But if you park in the grass here, you can be ticketed mm. on the lawn. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, it's a major difference. And people don't understand, oh sunny California, it's beautiful out there. Yeah, it is. But this has become a socialist country where your freedoms are removed from you. And that's why there's such a, a uh, refugee situation with people uh, escaping California every year. Yeah. And it, and California before Newsom, California has never had a year when more people left than came in. I mean, never had a year when more people there was always more people coming into moving into California than people moving out throughout history. And Newsom gets in office and starts changing stuff. And last year I heard there was the, the largest year ever, 765,000. I don't know the number exact, but you can search it out. Like 765,000 people. It's almost a million people left the state of California last year more yeah. than what than what moved in for jobs or whatever. And yet they're still building houses here. I mean, go figure. They're still building houses and developments. 
Well, that was another thought. If they know that we're going to be taken over by China or whoever, I mean, or, or whoever, yeah. they're going to need houses. They just don't need us, the, the, the people. Okay. You'll get a kick out of this here, uh, uh, Jack. So Troy lives on, in Michigan. He says, in Michigan, the state with the most fresh water, we pay crazy amount for water, and I have a great lake in my backyard. <laughs> yeah, Troy, Troy, I understand that uh, completely. You know, it's it's amazing that Santa Barbara and on the coast, they've been using desalinization units. Their water for over 30 years has come from the ocean. They just take the salt out of it. And they have plenty of water. But but we live in an area where there's tons of snow every year that fill, would fill our lakes. But they release it into the ocean. And so we're, we're always under drought conditions. And we... And we and because we because you can conserve by using less water and so that you could get your bill lower your water bill well they made water and sewer one bill and they put a set price on sewer and it goes up all the time yeah because because guess what you can't use less in other words it's not monitored so they have a set fee for for water reclamation and so the water reclamation is huge where you might only use $18 in water. Okay. Uh, but your bill's 150 bucks because they have a set fee for, for sanitation. And so they raise it on the side that they could charge more money for. And instead of deal, charging, raising it on the side that you have some control of, you can, Water meter doesn't matter if you're a water conservative type person, but their their income started lowering, their revenue stop, stream started lowering. So what they do, they increase the the side that you can have no control over. Yeah, as a, as a set fee, you pay that every month, no matter what. Okay, anytime the government is run on taxes and fees and penalties. Now we see places like the post office and other government agencies selling stuff, okay, like collector stamps and books and everything. This has never been done in the history of America, okay? The government has been run on taxes, fees, and penalties, okay? Yeah. So now they've raised all of those so high that you know, it used to be a statement. You go to California on vacation, you're out of money. You're out of state money coming into the state. Yeah. Come into California on vacation, vacation, go back home on probation. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Slogan there. That's right. Come, uh, yeah. Come to, come to California on vacation, go back on probation. The cops are sitting at the border, state line, watch, waiting for you to come in. So they give you a massive ticket, right? Uh, um, so it, uh, Troy says also in San Francisco, uh, they find people for parking in their driveway. Yes. <laughs> I don't yes. doubt that. By the way, where we, where I live, Troy, 
in Clove, uh, just north of me, Clovis. I used to live there. I moved, I bought a house south of there, one block. Um, they just passed a rule there that says if you make a U-turn on a street and you do that double that 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 three-point turnaround and you pull up into somebody's driveway to make that three-point turnaround, you can now be ticketed for entering private property without permission. <laughs> Wow. So, you, yeah. So if they see you, they have another way. Of, so what I'm saying is they've made up a thousand ways to find you and they've increased taxation in every atmosphere that they can possibly raise it. And then they've even created new taxes. And this year, Biden's offer is presenting 40 trillion dollars in new taxes, 40 oh. trillion. Okay. I mean, I don't so, understand where this money's coming from. You, we, you know, we. No, oh. no, not four. Uh, forgive me. It was four trillion, not forty trillion. Oh, oh well. Okay, uh, that's much better. <laughs> but four trillion dollars, <laughs> guys. I, I'd never heard the word trillion for most of my life. I mean, I hadn't heard the, I hadn't heard the word billion for most of my life. Well, Jack, think about it. How many billions have we already given to Ukraine? I've lost count, I guess, because I don't know. They keep they keep adding and adding and adding. Where is this money coming from? And then you talk about trillions of dollars. Aren't we trillions of dollars in debt to well, to China I mean, or whoever? Right. Okay, Tim. So so you are a citizen. You have to stay within your budget. You have to pay the bills, or they kick you out of your home. They turn off your power. Okay, uh, you have to put gas in your car to go to work. If you don't got gas, you can't go to work. Okay, so then you then you then you can't pay your bills. So you're 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 stuck in this rat race, and you're confined by the taxation and the penalties that they have for non-compliance. And uh, so this keeps you in line. Uh, we had a. We know somebody that used to work with both of us uh, named Lionel. And one day Lionel tells me, he says, I'm unwanted in, in this area. He goes, he goes, I don't even go there. He goes, I have no reason to go there. And the cops know I have no reason to go there. And I said, what do you mean? He says, we are, we are financially kept out. And I said, what do you mean? He goes, well, if you look at it, you started the ghetto. The prices in the ghetto are cheaper than anywhere else he goes and then they start going up and the further you get away from the ghetto the higher the prices go even at places like walmart and so i started monitoring this and he's absolutely right he says so when they see a, a hispanic guy driving a nice beamer and they see him in the rich neighborhood they wonder why he's there and they pull him over he goes he goes he goes they see a low rider in the rich neighborhood and they figure, Oh, he's somebody's, he's somebody's maid or landscaper. As long as he's not there after dark. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Isn't, oh man. I could say something so, right now about refrain. <laughs> right. So, so he pointed this out, but where I'm going with this is that we've been taxed and penalized. They've created and created and created and created to where, basically 
you're it's it's an you're in an institution and so the government of california is basically not putting criminals behind bars and the ones that are behind bars they're releasing they're releasing and that's what they, okay. that's exactly what he did a few years back okay uh, but you and i remember a few years back they emptied out all the 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 mental hospitals they said they couldn't afford them and so they released all these people to the streets, and they've been putting them in motels. You can't and afford them, but you're, 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 you're building a train that nobody wants. Right. And, and you're, and you're pay, paying China a ton of money to, to refit a bridge, okay? The priorities are all wrong, is what I'm saying. Every day we go down the roads here. I told my wife on the way home from Universe Studios, I said, we might as well put a sign at the front uh, when people enter California, highway roadway construction, double fine zone, and just make it all a California, uh -huh. okay? Because it is. It's everywhere. Yeah. You, it, you can drive 10 miles and you're in another work zone, okay? They have plenty of money to blow on construction work with major corporations. And don't get me wrong, part of us like that because that's where we work, but it's wasteful money is what it is. Now, BAM, Badass Ministries, he says, I, I pay 2000 a year for water, a water bill for a small cafe I own. That is 23 times 13 in size. Brooklyn Brew Cafe. So, wow, that's a lot. Two thousand. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, you know, um, the it it's just gotten to a point to where you can't even get a. You know, if you're homeless in California, you really got a problem because they to get a job here, you have to have a residence. To be a citizen in any state, you have to have a resident. That means you have to have a, a rent check or, or you have to have a paycheck or you have to have a, a rental agreement or you have to pay. In California, to get your driver's license, you have to show uh, uh, to come in the state. You have to show like three months of your electric bill, utility bill at, with your address and your name on it to get your driver's license. So that means if you're homeless, any one of these digs keeps you homeless. Hmm. So when Obama gave phones to everybody, it, did, it really didn't do any good because, yeah, they could send in resumes. But, but in California, they require two things. They require a residence to go to work somewhere. <laughs> And they require and they require a um, uh, dependable transportation. You've seen it, Tim. Yeah. So then you have to ask yourself, why did you really give out the cell phones? Exactly. Things that make you go, hmm. So if I don't have if I don't have dependable transportation, where you go interview for a place, you say, yeah, I'm riding the bus. Well, they know how how not dependable, how undependable the buses are. 
Oh, yeah, I used to ride the bus all the time, and I, I, almost every other day, a bus would break down, and then I'd have to wait. And so I had to get to work, you know, and I had to wait, and sometimes I was late. Right, and they want everybody to be in this. They want everybody to, to have electric cars and drive less than 100 miles. Now That's they're trying right. to make a, they're They're entertaining the thought of a, a law in California that says that no matter what kind of car you drive, you can't commute over a hundred. You can't drive over a hundred miles. They're going to run your tachometer through whatever computer it is, or AI is going to monitor it, and you can't have a, more than a hundred miles, even on your combustible engine. Okay, so they can cut down on commutes. Okay, so now you're now uh, that forces people to ride mass transit. They want us to be, as you said, 15-minute societies, Tim. And so, therefore, you can ride a bicycle or you can walk to work or whatever you want to go get groceries. You can ride your bicycle or walk to work. And if you need to go someplace within that 100 miles, you can drive your electric car. If it's over that, then they want you to take a bus from, like, this town to the next town. If you live across town, they want you to take a bus across town instead of using your car. If you want to go from one major state to another, you might be able to take a train or an airplane, okay? But they want you to take mass transit. But here's the problem. You can't get a job without dependable transportation. (laughs) So that's why they want the 15-minute cities. And, Troy, you nailed the phone thing exactly right. He said... Why, by the way, why does Obama give everybody phones? Well, it's for tracking. He nailed it. it he, well, yeah, uh, I know a home. I know a person that every week she goes down and gets a new a a new phone from one of those little street booths, and because they give them two hundred minutes, and all she does is go down and get another. She has like two hundred phones. And then she takes them into the phone recycling people, and they pay her for the phones. Mm. It's a business. Wow. And now they're giving out tablets, by the way, Troy. Yeah. In California, they're giving out tablets, too. So... You want so you want an you want an iPad? Yeah. Come to California. <laughs> come on, it's come on over, Troy. We have a lot of fun here. I even saw in a local Facebook group, lady said, "So, do you know what booth is giving out iPhones? Because I don't want one of those Android phones. I want the iPhone this." And somebody replied and said, "Yeah, this booth over here in this Selma is giving out iPhones." And so she goes, "So the the lady." wanted an iPhone and they give out iPhones. Now they're giving out iPads. I can't even, I mean, guys, some of the iPhones are $3,000. Okay. <laughs> so, wow. Well, yeah, you, we're, I'm, I, I'm, I, I don't know. Uh, how do you not become a tax slave? You just got to make enough money, right? That's just it. One hundred sixty-five thousand, evidently. Right, and then you got to pay Social Security either after that. So, what we need to be praying for <laughs> is that God will provide, and He will provide enough money that is beyond what we could do with 
through our own physical activity. Boy, wouldn't that be nice? It would. If you just turn us all into missionaries and drop the mon- money from heaven, that w- right? <laughs> yes. Like you did the manna. And yeah. Hey, instead of food, can we have the money? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jack. <laughs> Before we go, it reminds me of an old song. There was a song when I was growing up. I forget who sang it. It was God, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? Yeah. Hey, brother, would you would you pray us out of here? Because you know what, I'm hearing an echo on on your end for me. Well, I'm starting to go to sleep, so yeah, I'll pray us out of okay. here. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this time, and Lord, the changes are coming, and they're happening. We're seeing the your Bible unfold before us. Lord, let let us not be fearful. Let us understand that you're in control. And throughout the word of God, throughout your word, you, you've, been, you've shown examples and examples of how you've taken care of your own, how you've protected them. Lord, let us understand this and let us understand that death is a cure okay, for a Christian. We don't have to be in pain anymore. We don't have to suffer this earth anymore. So, let us, I pray that Christians would look at death differently. Let us do your will on earth, Lord. Let us, when we're done with this, let us hear your voice say, good job, my faithful servant. Let it reveal our jobs to us. Reveal what you'd have for our lives. And the best prayer I can pray is, Lord, let your will be done in our lives and by us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hey, brothers and sisters, uh, hopefully, in the Lord willing, in the next coming weeks and months, we'll have some guests. Uh, on. Some of them are going to give their testimony, so I'm excited about that. And uh, we will be live or try to be live every Thursday night at 8.30 p.m. Pacific Time, 11.30 Eastern Time. So check in on us right here on the Fringe Radio Network. Tell your friends about us. And, hey, I loved having you guys in the chat room tonight. That was awesome. I loved it. Thank you for being in here. So let me ask you, for next week, can we say bring this whole topic up about what happens if Trump is taken off the ballot? Because it's so important that we cover some stuff. Because what if everything collapses and we have to beg Trump to come and fix everything? Mm. What if it's so bad in chaos that we, that worldwide, that we need somebody that can fix it? And doesn't matter what their crime is, doesn't matter. Are we going to look sideways if he's found guilty of something? Will we look sideways to get everything fixed? Will we, will we riot? Will we? I'd like to really get into a deep discussion on what happens if Trump is crucified in Amer- in the courts for whatever he they say he did. Right. 
I mean, really minute stuff, but yeah. Well, Tim, I'm going to put Europe never in history as a president been booked in the jail, had his mugshot taken. Never in history, <laughs> never in history has a, 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 a past president been charged because in his boxes that they moved out of the White House, some documents got stuck in there. Yeah. Pa- paperwork. Okay. Never in history have we gone into every dealings, business dealings of any president <laughs> in their past and tried to find something, that a mistake on their tax forms. If this isn't if this isn't a witch hunt, why does it look like one so badly? I think I know where you're going with this, but I will wait till next week to get into it. Thank you. <laughs> God bless. God bless you, say, guys. And remember, be in this world, but not of this world. So long, everybody. Remember to like and follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Let's Get Jacked Up. Check out our website at letsgetjackedup.com. Listen and download our episodes from our website, the Spreaker app, and of course, at fringeradionetwork.com.
You're listening to us on the Fringe Radio Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.